This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I saw this story. I thought it was interesting, uh, especially people that work in customer service and hospitality and all that. And I'm sure they were quite busy over the weekend with everybody, more people out and about, vacation and all that other stuff. But uh, this is actually out of England. There's a bar uh, that put up a sign uh, talking about um, their customer service. And essentially, the sign was put up at a place called the Beer Cellar. So we're talking about a bar. Yeah. Uh, and, and it said that members of the staff, uh, they put it up. Uh, somebody uh, was kind of be- being sexually harassed by a male customer, just, you know, wouldn't be let alone. Uh, so they put up a sign that basically said, why the cashier is being nice to you. And the pie chart was accompanied by a category, she's uncontrollably sexually attracted to you. Uh, or, or also because it is literally her effing job, you cretin. And the, the pie chart was completely right. That it's literally her job. Yeah. Uh, which got me to think about people who work in positions where there's getting hit on, hit on constantly. Well, that's, that's one of the top ones. You got to figure if you're a bartender or a, a, a female a, bartender, yeah. A cocktail waitress. I bet you, I bet you men do, but not as much. Not as, as much. Yeah. yeah. Cause men are just going to be more aggressive in the, uh, yeah. hitting on category. But I also, another one that I would imagine would be way up there would be, uh, working in a salon or working in a, uh, you know, like a, uh, mm-hmm. uh you know, uh, master cuts or super cuts or super master or master commander cuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> That, and I was thinking, you know who else probably gets hit on a lot, I would imagine, are um, uh, flight attendants? Yes. Yeah. Well, you, it yeah. used to be the norm. Um, and, and the way they would position, they would actually sell the sex. If you, I was looking at some uh, retro ads mm-hmm. from like, um, I think it was maybe Pan Am. And, and the, the stewardesses were literally draped over the chairs mm-hmm. in like poses <laughs> with short skirts on. And it was basically saying, you know, ride us or fly us. Or sit on our faces. But I remember being blissfully naive when I was younger. <laughs> sure. And, you know, and a server or a bartender was being really, really nice. And you thought, like, wow, I'm she's, in. oh, my God, she's way out of my league. But she, she I just think brought she's, me food. I think she's like interested me. in me. <laughs> she just brought me food. She fed me. And just how stupid that is. She well, didn't want me to be thirsty. She just brought me a drink. When I was uh, 22 or 23, uh, we would go to Hooters at least once a week. And it was that that's the entire appeal of that restaurant. And I fell for it every yep. single time. Absolutely, right? Yeah. And and I'm I'm naive and an idiot, but it was still fun going with my buddies. Yeah. They've set <laughs> this up so that these attractive women can meet a guy like me. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They sit down at the table with you, they must they, really they, like you. They don't do that for everyone, no. except everyone in this room right now. But right. Yeah. we can't count strip clubs in here, right? You know, I I bet you, you yes yeah, you can well, listen. Different. They, that- but not everybody gets it. I mean, somebody who's maybe never been to one or doesn't understand yeah. thinks, "Wow, she really likes me." She's talking to me like <laughs> she's talking to me just like a regular guy. Yeah, yeah. we had um, we had hired a uh, went back in my early twenties. We had hired a stripper to come to the house. What's your name? <laughs> no, she was attractive. But I just remember one round. Um, she paid extra close special attention to me, and I thought, "Wow." She really likes me. Well, she's, just, she's been tired of the business, yeah. and she's, she's found in me somebody she can really connect with. <laughs> what I didn't realize is that I handed her a 20 and not a 1. And ah. uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Can I have $18 back, please? <laughs> but listen, there's got to be there's got to be people that do work in um, 
you know, not necessarily stereotypical uh, uh, jobs like that, like a, a server or something like that, or a bartender where alcohol is involved. What about nurses? Where they're getting fired on all the time. And, it, yeah, or, or even, you know, somebody like... Um, at the, if you're attractive and you work at a grocery store, you're the, you know, the cashier. cashier. Yeah. Uh, I bet they get fired she, on quite a bit. Oh, my God. She just put my groceries in a bag. She didn't have to bag that. I, I could have done that. <laughs> I'm getting this. Listen, I'm getting the signals loud and clear. Mm-hmm. You just you just rang me up. Now <laughs> I'm going to ring you up. I'm going to make you feel so good. <laughs> oh, Actually, my, my buddy, Steve, was a was a male work Dancer. cashier. No, not a dancer. <laughs> at uh, at a grocery store. Man. Did he? Oh, my God. Did he get hit on? Oh, he got so much tail. Really? Really? Yes. I think he, he, he seemed yes, impressed he me as a guy who has a little game. Yeah. yeah. He, he was better looking in his younger days. He would but, parlay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he'd love to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. And he, I guess he's not an ugly guy. I don't no. think he's just an overly attractive guy. Not, but he would he'd work it. And, Confident. And uh, yeah. it was real easy. Is this just a uh, a porn thing or do massage therapists get it? All well, the time. You mean... <laughs> hit on, hit on. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they get I thought you meant when you accidentally let a finger slip yeah. and all of a sudden they go, ooh. ooh, ooh what's that? <laughs> that was unexpected, <laughs> but awesome. I didn't pay for that. Right. Wow. Oh, I bet you they do. What, get hit on? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, okay, so I did not hit on this person. However, I could easily see how he could get advances all the time. When we were at our mixer in Atlantic City, uh, we went to the spa the next day, and I got this some crazy wrap treatment done. It was awesome. Uh, but I didn't I didn't tell them what my preference was. Yeah. I said I didn't care. So they gave me a male massage therapist, and he was this Russian guy who spoke with a heavy accent. And he, at one point, the, the treatment that I I got there was a little was shower in good the room. Good looking dude. He, yes, he was. He was young. He was good looking. He was fit. I'm and, going to put my penis on floor. And he ta- and he spoke like that basically, Steve. Yeah. Really? And at one point there was a shower in there, and at one point, so I had to go into the shower and and rinse off. So he's like in his accent, yeah. which you could do if you want, Steve. Do you uh, want me to come in to wash boobies? No, but, he, <laughs> but Steve, he was like he was like I'm going I'm, I'm going to exit. He's like you're going to rinse off. He's like then you stand in back of shower. I come back in, stay in back of shower, so I can't see you. And yeah. I'm like okay. And all right. Yeah, you stay right there. Do not want to see boobies and hatchet wound. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, I mean, he was young. He was good looking. Spoke with the accent. People, Girls have to hit on him. I yeah. would imagine. Yeah. This is a funny text. It says, hey, guys, I was kind of dating a stripper in college. Uh, she would come over and we'd mess around. And she really, really wanted that Paris Hilton perfume when it first came out. <laughs> I bought it for her and gave it to her one night while she was over. She never talked to me again. Wow. <laughs> That's all she wanted. That's all she wanted. She wanted the Paris Hilton perfume. Paris Hilton perfume. It's a gift. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hang on. Let me go to Laura, who is a bartender at a strip club. Okay. And says that that's an interesting dynamic. Hey, Laura, how you doing? Hey, good. How are you? Good. So good. what? what is that like? Uh, well, I, I don't work there now, but it was at Delilah's okay. in the 90s. Yep. And I worked there for about 10 years, and um, I used to get hit on all the time. This I, one I, guy go brought ahead. me mugs that had cats on it because I said that I like cats. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course. Here's a sweatsuit yeah. that uh, has a cat's cat. airbrushed on it. Yeah. But you think you like cats. But listen, that's listen, Laura, that's got to be... For the bartenders there, that's got to be another level because at least with the, the dancers, you go, okay, well, look, they're paid. They're going to, you know, 
They're going to fawn all over me because I'm giving money. The bartender, however, yes. might actually yes. be interested in me because she's not getting paid to hang all over me. Absolutely. It was usually the 21-year-olds. Like, they're yeah. real fresh to Delilah's or, or any strip club that was too shy to ask a dancer to dance, and they'd sit there and flirt with me all night and then leave me a $2 tip. Did you ever <laughs> hook up with anybody that you met? No, actually, no, because only a few people asked me out. I went on uh, dates to, like, the Phillies games. And okay. Stupid dates, but no, nobody took me seriously, even if I had an interest. I would okay. think that what what you get, the dynamic you get, is that it's like, I there's there, those are the, uh, the the dancers, but the bartender's probably looking for something long-term. Absolutely. <laughs> you, yeah. you know, and then, so this, this that's a girl I can date, but not the dancers, yeah. So you're, and you're right there. Now, did, did you work that to your advantage, tip-wise, occasionally? Absolutely. Okay. Because I would get, uh, hey, that girl wants you know wants to dance for you. She thinks you're cute. <laughs> <laughs> Was, is there an understanding between the between the bartenders and the and the uh, the dancers? I mean, will you sometimes? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I had my favorite because I knew that they would uh, kick back some money to me oh. if I got them dates. Yeah, that's, that's what cool. I was imagining. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Are yeah. you married or anything now, Laura? No, no. Oh. Single with two kids living in Phoenixville. Okay. okay. All right. Well, thanks for the call, Laura. We appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Have Take care. Day. We'll see you. Yeah, that's true. I would imagine. Yeah, the strip club, the bartender, as opposed to the dancers, probably. Well, yeah. Well, that's they think. Okay, well, that's part of the job. But this, as you said, Preston, she's a bartender. She's not. She's not working it for that. Let me go to Kate, who was a bartender. Hey, uh, Kate, how you doing? Hi, good. How are you? Doing well. So, what did you want to tell us about so, getting fired on at work? I am a bartender now. Oh. I did. I used to work at a gym, and that was even worse than than. Being a bartender now. Were you were you a personal trainer? No, that's the funny part. I'm not. It's not like I'm like this this fit person. Stretch them all out. I was literally working the front desk. So you're just working at the front desk, but they would come in, and uh, how often would you get hit on? Uh, I mean, you could mistake it for you know endorphins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, I, I worked every day from like five in the morning to nine thirty ish. So I opened. So it was the same people every day. Right. You always got those happy workout every day people. So, but yeah, I mean, it was every it was it was like a, a feeding pool for these married men or these divorced. It was crazy. I don't doubt it. That's that's the scenario. So they're going even, off. They're going off to do something that's not questionable. Oh, where yeah. they're going even up to these work. women, like oh, it was insane. Would you get hit on by women? No, 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 no. Oh. I mean, like the, all of them together. They would all work out together, and then they would all. I wouldn't be surprised if there was things going on. That, oh man, you know. listen, <laughs> I know personally of some stories that have been told secondhand of some very scandalous things that have gone on in gyms. Oh, yeah. That's why I don't go to the gym, man. Involving just, the people yeah. that work there and married people. Oh, and yeah. it, It's crazy. I guess yeah. it depends on what, what gym you're going to as well and what, what the status and where it is. But yeah. That's why, you, Casey, that's why you don't go to the gym. Yeah, I don't want to get hit on by a bunch of guys. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, Kate, you got it worse at the gym than you do now as a bartender. Yeah, yeah, I do. That's I obnoxious. Do. Wow. It is. Like I said, I think it depends on where you're working as well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I can see that though. You know what? It's also Thanks, Kate. familiarity breeds. Yeah, that as well. Yeah. Uh, I see her every day. I'm going to do it. I'm gonna, sure, you know. sure. Or you you warm up to somebody. And, yeah, and you become more and more attracted to them the more you get to know them. Or the opposite can right. happen as well. I hate you. Yeah. Oh God, I hate her. <laughs> uh, let me go to Marissa. Hi, Marissa. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, Godzooks. Godzooks. What's up, Marissa? <laughs> Uh, when I was younger, I put myself through college working at Victoria's Secret, and we used to get hit on all the time I, by I, 
a married man, like the other um, caller was saying. We used to have guys come in. They would say to me, oh, you know, I can't imagine how this is supposed to look. Could you try it on? Mm-hmm. Or, I, of course. That's just a flat-out pervert. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a no-brainer. Of course, at Victoria's Secret, at a lingerie, predominantly lingerie store, you're going to get fired on like crazy. Yes, yes. And there were many, many of both sexes crazies that what, came in there. <laughs> what's the store policy as far as, um, what's the store policy as far as, it, it, you're not, you can't put on something for somebody, right? No, no. Yeah. And I was, I was 18, too. Like, I was yeah. sure, uh, that's legal and all, but no, that was not happening. And they would even say stuff like, um, I'm not sure this is going to fit my wife, but she's about your size. Could you try it on so I could see? And, oh, wow. Yeah, it was you know what you should have done? You should have gone back to the stock boy and had him put it on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ramon, this is Ramon. Yeah. Oh, that would have been awesome. Are, are your girlfriend's balls bigger? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Sorry? Thank you, Marissa. Appreciate Thank it. You. Yeah, of course, Victoria's Secret or Frederick's of Hollywood or any place like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Does that ever work, that stupid line? How, well, what woman? In What guy? It's it's so stupid every which way you look at it. Could you try this on? <laughs> yeah, Can you try, we're, we're in the middle of King of Prussia Mall. Can you put on these crotchless panties? <laughs> here's, here's a surprising one. Let me go to Danny. Hi, Danny. Good morning. The end is purple. Yes, the end it is. is purple. What's up, my man? How you guys doing? Um, so, yeah, I work as an exterminator for a local pest control company, and you wouldn't expect it. I, I mean, I wouldn't even expect it, but I get hit on a lot in are, the city. Is, I, I, I believe that. I mean, so are, are you, you know, without sounding um, crazy, are you are you a decent-looking guy, I assume? I would say decent, but, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's hard to say. But it's just uh, surprisingly with a lot with the older black women, too, at some of these places that we service, they just mm-hmm. are all over us. So how, how how overt has it gotten, Danny? Um, it's never been to the point where I'm uncomfortable. I kind of yeah. just laugh it off and keep going. Um, but I just thought, I don't know. <laughs> well, what's what's been said to you? What what sort of insect double entendre was said to you? Um, pretty direct comments on my ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got a nice oh, ass. Oh, yeah. yeah. Th- things of that. I played hockey for years. So. Yeah, let me see your cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, the, man, that's a, you, you, but you haven't been felt up or anything like that. No, nah, well, grazed, grazed, <laughs> grazed. Uh, yeah, but nothing, nothing. Again, nothing that I thought was no over the line. Okay. That's wild. Interesting exterminator. Thanks, Danny. I would imagine that that you know, there's that the commercial with the um, the woman at home and then the plumber shows up. Yeah, that's pretty funny. It is pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me go to yeah. Let me go to Frank here. Hi, Frank. Good morning. Look at me. I'm on the radio. <laughs> and you are. You are, Frank. What's up, man? I did it. Yeah. So, uh, I used to be a bank teller, and those girls would get hit on all the time. All bad. And um, we would have regular guys come in. Like, there was one guy who, like, we have your check. You work at Pizza Hut. And he would be wearing a suit and tie every time. Right. Like, where are you going? And um, the <laughs> other guy would send little gifts through the drive-thru, mm-hmm. like, oh. like stuffed animals and, like, those $20 necklaces you get at, like, mall kiosks. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, my God. I'm going to dazzle you with this with you this uh, $14 necklace. I never realized this, but until Frank mentioned that, and, and because I, my wife does all the banking for us, so I haven't been to the bank in ages, yeah. um, but I used to enjoy... Going through that drive-thru, yeah. and, and they would speak to you, I you could, it, yeah. through the speaker, and you could see them yep. at the same time. And I didn't even realize that 
I found that kind of hot. Yeah. Really? Yeah, there's one girl that I like, and then the wow. other girl is is whatever. But the the one girl, I'm like, oh, hey. Oh, nice. She smiles at me, and I yeah. smile back at her. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll show up, I'll and then your top. <laughs> she's not there anymore. And I'm like, oh. Oh, you. Where's the other girl at? <laughs> what did you say? I got this beanie baby for her. Yeah, yeah. Give it to her. Thump. <laughs> Did you ever send a gift? Never. Oh. No, but you know what? They usually have dog bones. So, uh, and lollipops. <laughs> yeah, they, lollipops. That's it. They yeah. send lollipops through there. <laughs> so they send dog yes! bones out to you? To my dog. Except there, I went to one. Do you remember the lollipops that had, instead of a stick, it was like a, a string yes. yeah, that was that? doubled? Looped. Yeah, looped. Yeah. yeah. What's that all about? That, what? They have that at your Come bank? Come on, man. What's this, yeah. a bank lollipop? That's not even trying. <laughs> They're kind of cool. It's like you just stick your. I guess you're not getting a handy. I didn't even realize that bothered me till now. I'm having all these bank (laughs) therapy, (laughs) bank issues I've held on to forever. You get turned on though by the bank teller. When I I, just in hindsight, I remember hearing that voice being pleasant. Something kind of, I don't know about sexy about her being behind the glass and talking through that that microphone and the speaker coming out. I would she put her feet up on the glass? Yeah. Maybe I've repressed a few memories. Yeah. It might have gotten more intense. Where are you, where are you from, Sarah? <laughs> you guys could kiss each other through the glass, her up against the glass window, you up against your car well, window. She would like, be smashing her boob up against <laughs> Like Midnight Express. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know what, though? Like, all right, so I've never actually hit on anybody like that. However, I have seen people, and like, I could get it. Like, if, if you're single, you know, and, like, basically everybody's sort of fair game, then why not? You know what I mean? Like, why not? That could be your potential wife right there. You're saying that, nope. yeah, as you're smashing your junk up against the window? <laughs> yeah. It's some, it's, you do have to consider how often do I go here? Mm-hmm. And is this going to... How much money do I have? And how much money, you know, <laughs> is this going to kill it? You yeah. know, if I go here and, and this goes sour, and you know what I mean? Yeah. But if you're if you're not crazy and you really are, you know, you, you, you want to see where this can go, why not? But do it do it in a respectful way. Yeah. Write your invitation on a condom. But yeah. it's no, but it <laughs> but it's so hard to tell because these people are doing a customer service gig. Yeah. And, and they're supposed being, to be pleasant. And being pleasant to yeah. you is part of what they get paid for. Yeah. And and if they're good at it, then you know, they, they they keep their job and you may interpret that as, wow, I think there's something there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's a gray area. But there's I, I don't not. Know. There's not anything there. I, more than likely, yeah, but but what Casey's saying is maybe what what if you miss well, then a really special thing? Then I don't follow do that this. person home. I don't yeah. normally do this. Well, you know what? Here you go. Yeah. Let me let me go to let me go to James who wanted to t- touch on that very thing. Hey, okay. James, how you doing? I'm doing all right, Preston. How you doing? Good. What's up, man? Hey, man. Yeah, my sisters used to work, and both of them worked at the bank through the drive-thru. Yep. And the same thing, clowns would come through there and see, their, see them and then drive all the way around the block, wait in line, give them their number. And my sisters are single, so every once in a while, if they liked them, they would, uh, you know, invite them over and take them out on a date or whatever. See, when they showed up, did you come to the door? Oh, yeah, yeah to see. Is this James <laughs> Brown? Wow, man. Hey, hey, James, how are you? This is James Brown, the godfather of soul. soil. Soil? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Dude, That's so, right. so they, 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 <laughs> they come by the house all the time? Oh, uh, no, they would, only the ones, that, like, if they were going to go out on a date, though, when they would show up, I'd be standing at the door like, it ain't happening, man. You don't pick my sisters up, they're classier than that. These guys will look at me like, where the hell did you come from? <laughs> right. <laughs> the godfather of soil. We love him. James we love the you. man. Uh, I love you guys, man. Thanks a lot. I just thought it was cool, man, them stories. Thanks, man. That's, that's wild. But you know what? I used to be a meat cutter for Acme back in the day. And when you're talking about the grocery store, that yeah. is the place, man. Yeah, man. Wow. I'm telling you. All right. Thanks, James. It's but weird. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. It, it's weird where that stuff can be brokered. Uh, though, 
I met my my wife was an intern at the radio station I was working at. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I, I met her there, and that that's. But I mean, you you do. I understand what you say. You have to have yourself open to the. Well, I met my wife on a chance encounter. I mean, on it was a street it, on a street. Mm-hmm. She, she was in a car, and I was standing on the on the. Uh, corner. She I pulled mean, up and said, "How much? How yeah, much?" Casey was saying, "You want a date?" <laughs> <laughs> He's turning tricks. No, it was for the uh, uh, the uh, the uh, old newsboys. Right. Newsboys day, yeah. But you know, so that was an opportunity that presented itself. I didn't know it was going to end up with a marriage and three now. kids. But yeah, it's, it's amazing. Wife. Yeah. So I saw this girl in Cape May on uh, Saturday at the peanut butter place. I, I it was after I went to the peanut butter place. Okay. But I was walking around the corner we'll from Congress Hall. Okay. Go ahead. And I just, I saw this girl, and then I Look turned away. Look at the sneakers on this chick. <laughs> and she was just stunning. So yeah. I kind of had to do a double take. And as I did my double take, I said to myself, oh, my God, she's beautiful, right? Yeah. I didn't say it that loud. I said it about that loud. And she looked at me at the same time, and then she smiled at me. I was yeah. like, oh, hey, you know, so I went over. No, I didn't. I just yeah. walked away. But you Put your hands on her chest. I did not. No. But, you know, if I was in a different situation, not married you or pursued? Like, well, actually, no. no. She was way too, way out of my league. Yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, so maybe I just would have gone home and done something to myself. <laughs> I just want you to know, I'm going to take this image of you home now and spank it hard. <laughs> Well, that is just the loveliest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> no, I, I mean, like, vigorous, like I'm playing handball. Uh, yeah. Like, just, I'm going to actually put a sweatband on. <laughs> That's how hard I'm going to be throttling myself. I just want you to know that because yeah. it's very special. Yeah, and this moment right this here moment, is what and, I will have in mind. And if I didn't let you know how I'm, I'm going to brutalize my own manhood yeah. thinking of you. Twice. In fact, my manhood is probably going to go to a crisis counselor by the end of the day. Have a good holiday Because weekend. of what I've done. Anyway, do you like peanut butter? <laughs> okay. So, What's K- the peanut butter place? Kate May Peanut Butter Company. It's uh, all like homemade mm. peanut butter. Uh, I will get you some, Preston. Do you want honey roasted or do you want butterscotch peanut butter? Because those are the two best. Yeah, I know. Uh, Wait, remember we had somebody send us all that peanut butter? Was it them? No. No? Yep. It was uh, okay, peanut sorry. butter and things. Carry on. Um, no, but uh, yeah, I'm interested. Okay. I'll check that out. Uh, do we have to break or can I we take... We got a break. Can I take one more call? One more call. One more. All right, let me, let me go too because it's interesting. <laughs> uh, Tria, is that your name? Priya. 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 Hi, Priya. Hi. Hi. Okay, what did you uh, want to share with us? Some people that, you know, fire on you at work that, that hit on you. So, surprisingly enough, um, I'd say the place I got hit on the most was at when I worked at a daycare. Daycare. <laughs> daycare. So the, well, all the, the dads. The dads. So so did that... Married? Married? Oh, yeah. Married? Oh, yeah. They were married. That must have that must have really been disheartening. Did you get it a lot? Yeah. I mean, all the girls did. Okay. We were, I was in high school at the time, so it was kind of inappropriate. How effing... Yeah. How effing shoddy to... You're there. You're. It's with your kid. Yeah. And you're, and you're, oh, yeah. you're trying to get, oh my God. Priya, was it, was it more blatant than flirting? Or did any of them ask anybody oh, out? One, uh, one of them actually, so there was an instance where um, one of the girls was mopping her classroom Ooh, and that's... got a little bit of the water on her pants. And one of the dads asked her, 
if that was because she was excited to see him. Oh, like it, oh my God. My God. So that worked, that's right? That's how inappropriate it got. Yeah. Hey, you're probably all wet because of me, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. This is the man of my dreams. <laughs> You're sopping wet because you knew I was coming, right? (laughs) Tell you what, why don't you lock the door, let the kids fend for themselves, and we'll go out and get some corn dogs. (laughs) Hey, you like peanut butter? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) And everything ends with peanut butter. (laughs) Oh, my God. She's just, her knees are going to buckle at that approach. Boy, you're clearly soaking wet right now. It's because I showed up to pick up my twins. Someone's going all swamp on me. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Well, this this bar, I thought it was interesting that uh, that they have had it with people hitting on their bartender all the time. And they put out a, a, a chart that basically says, why is our cashier being nice to you? Because it's her effing job, you cretin. That's why. So and also, just had it. there's just regular common civility dictates that yeah. you just... You know, there is an appropriate time for stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, or, or at least a, an appropriate manner yep. in which to do that. Yep, exactly. All right, anyhow, we will be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. It's always been Acme's goal to make sure that football fans have everything they need to cheer on the Eagles. And today, that goal is no different. No matter what game days look like this year, they'll be there to help you kick off, cheer from your favorite seat, and host like a pro with all the snacks, party trays, and game day foods you know and love. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I'm going to lead the introduction with our next guest with a quote from Rocky Balboa. Man, you look good for an older guy. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Whoa. Carl Weathers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Preston. Uh, yes, sir. Thank you for that... Uh, uh, I think kind, <laughs> kind uh, summation of what's going on here. You look damn good. I, I, oh, yeah. look at this. Now Steve's going to jump in on it. No, are we okay. correct? Are you coming up on 70? Oh, uh, jeez, man. Why did you have to go there? This because because the it defies yes. lot. You, yes. I, I would not. Man. You look Really good. You look good. Yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah, I don't go that way, but I just right. might. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Hey, man. You know what? Whatever. Whatever happens, happens. Okay. I, I may not be me. included, but you're okay. You're okay with me. Hey, I just have to give props to Kathy because let me tell you something. Kids don't try that at home. That's professional that you heard, okay? I marvel at people who can do that and just make it sound so sexy. I mean, come on. How do you do the weather and make it sound sexy? Weathers, that's what it was. I get it now. It's a player. Weathers. Now I understand why sexy was in Kathy's voice. Okay, now that I've gone there, let's get get back to reality. Man, we've we've been wanting to meet you for a long time. This is a really special treat for us. Thank you so much. Great to be back. Back in the city of brotherly love, you're, you're, you are a Philadelphian. Regardless, you are, you are, you will always be an honored citizen of this city. That is one of the nicest things anybody has ever said to me, Steve. Well, and, I appreciate that, and it's the truth because we were talking about this earlier. And obviously, you you are at the cornerstone of so many pop culture great moments in all of our lives. But uh, but the uh, the uh, Apollo Creed 
was essential for the for for Rocky for that movie. You provided a, a heart and a performance uh, that was so essential for that all to work. And oh. and, and and you know the counterbalance to it. You weren't a one dimensional character. And I think it's you, the actor and the person that you are, that made us really say. This is a good man, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, and and that, that made it more com- complex. Well, you know, if you just brought a tear in my eyes, <laughs> because not only was I pop culture, but I'm an artist. I'm an artist. Uh, thank you, man. Yeah, thank no, you. It's, it's true. I, I, look, I, I am so, first of all, I'm appreciative of that, you know, those compliments. I got to say, though, man, I had such, such a great great time in the movies all yeah. those those rocky movies and many other movies i've done but we were very blessed to have such a great cast you know and to have such great words for apollo creed to say written by sylvester stallone uh we had great direction in the first movie uh, john avelson but in the subsequent movies sly was directing and he is a great director i i i maintain this to this day and he's heard me say this and he probably would like like try to knock me out for saying this <laughs> but honestly as good an actor as he is i think he's a better director i, I think he's given and exactly he's, he's given short shrift for his his directing abilities absolutely and he's he's really excellent and we we are going to talk about your your show chicago justice which i really love I oh i hope so incredibly well done but we might as well dive a little bit into it because i think there's a funny anecdote to the uh to the rocky story when you were called in to read lines <laughs> can you can you relay that story because sure. it's hilarious well first of all i was an unknown actor yeah so you know give you context right you've done some tv and I, yeah. i've done a lot of tv yeah, in fact. Couple movies, but, yeah. but you know the thing about uh um the movie business television business is that there are so many actors yeah. that unless you do something that somehow catches fire and that is quote unquote iconic then you're kind of just you know another tool in the box yeah. so to speak you know and you get out and you do what you do it's like in athletics you know you're a member of the team basically and unless you're one of the marquee players nobody really really knows who you are so there was this movie. There was a script first. And I read the script. My then agent uh, handed me the script. I wasn't supposed to have the script because they weren't giving them out. But got the script, sent it to me. I read it. And jaw dropped. Yeah. And the reason my jaw dropped was it was great. And there was this character, this amazing, electrifying character called Apollo Creed. And, you know, a young actor, man, I'm chopping at the bit, waiting for my turn. There's my turn. The greatest character I'm going to ever play. I know, but they don't want to see me. Why? Because I'm nobody. So they were trying to get, you know, boxers who could act and great athletes, people with names. They couldn't get anybody. Had they, en- had they entertained, like, Joe Frazier and things like I, that? I think, I think it wasn't Joe Frazier in particular, but I do think at the time they were looking for somebody who was a well-known boxer right. who could do this, right. right? Ken Norton was the name I heard. And okay. that made sort of sense because Ken was an actor at the time and really sort of stepping into, you know, that world. Anyway... That didn't work out. In fact, here's why it didn't work out. This may be a long story, but the okay. points are. We love so, it. So Ken Norton had been cast in a movie called Drum for Dino De Laurentiis. I had gone in to read for that movie, and the guy named Ralph Serpy, who was with Dino and was a producer, saw me when I was walking into the building, and there was a big poster going up the stairs in Beverly Hills of... Um, 
uh, uh, at the time uh, of of uh, the boxer. I just mentioned his name. Uh, Ken Norton. Ken Ken Norton. So there's a big poster, Ken Norton there. And Ralph Serpy was in this lobby, and I'm walking up the stairs to go to the reading, and I saw Ralph look at the poster, look at me, <laughs> look at the poster, look at me, and I go in, I do the reading. Next thing you know, they're saying, okay, we want you to play the son of Drum, who's going to be Ken Norton. Same time, I go over and read for Rocky. I read, finally get in there and read, and that's a whole other story. But I get called back. Now, the Rocky script is like reading Hemingway. Yeah. The Ken, the, the Ken skip script, the drum <laughs> script is like reading uh, Not some Hemingway. paperback novel that, you know, my <laughs> yeah. aunt wrote, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm thinking, there's a lot of money on the table with the Ken Norton. There's no money on the table with the Rocky. Right. I'm going with the Rocky because it's just better material, right? So I get that role instead. But how I get the role is a whole other story. I go in. Finally, I get the chance. It's cattle call, which means there's hundreds of actors. I go in on a Friday evening. There's about 30 or 40 guys out in the lobby waiting to go in for their turn. And it's already like 530 my turn to go in. These guys have come in and gone out, come in and gone out. So I finally go in. I'm chomping at the bit. I'm scared. Yeah. Young actor. I want the role. I'm nervous. I'm on fire with enthusiasm. All those things combined. <sighs> the producers, the director, they're all sitting there. Finally, a guy walks in from a doorway. That's one of the doorways leading to this office. And he comes in and sits down, and they introduce me to the guy. They say, this is the writer. Okay. So the writer sits down, and I'm standing up. He starts to read the Rocky lines. I read the Apollo lines, and I'm just giving it my all, man. I'm just emoting, right? And at the end of it, there's kind of silence. But then John Avelson, our director, just kind of starts chuckling a little bit. And the producers are leaning over to each other, whispering. And I can't hear any of it, but I'm getting really nervous because I must have blown this thing. Nobody is saying yay. Nobody is saying (laughs) do it again. Nobody is saying we want you, any of that stuff. So I look down at the writer and think, what am I going to, how can I save this? And I just yelled out, you know, if you guys got me a real actor, I could do a much better job. <laughs> there is like silence, man. There's crickets, you know. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out now what's going on. Oh, no. So finally, John Abelson just starts laughing. And I don't know what I've done, but I realize later that the writer... Yeah is Sylvester Stallone, who's going to be the star of the movie. Well, foot in mouth for a young actor, right? But Sly, you know, Sly has said a number of times that the reason I got the job, really, was because I was so arrogant, Yes, you know? Now, for me, that's one way of looking at it. You know, it's kind of like the guy standing on the corner when there's an accident and there's three other people and they all see the same accident but see it different ways. Right, right. I saw a whole different deal, man. I saw a guy who was scared to death that he'd blown it, you know, wow. and I'm trying to get the role. But as it turned out, obviously, things worked out for us all. You know? That's, that's phenomenal. Yeah. It worked out that way. The arrogance really plays into some of the comedy of the movie, and um, there's 
there's a scene when you come into the ring and you're pointing and I want you, I want you, I yeah. want you, and you got your head to toe in, in red, white, and blue. And um, Sly just leans over to Mickey and he goes, he looks like a big flag. <laughs> <laughs> and, and every time I see that, because yeah. it's such a simple funny thing to say, but it's so uh, typical of Rocky, of the character, and and it's it's such a keen observation of your character. Absolutely, but you know, it's a funny thing. What I realized a long time ago was, that's so sly. Yeah, I mean he's he is that way. That's the that's the way he sort of he sees things in such he can boil them down into like three or four words, and it's the funniest thing you've ever heard. Because for some reason he has this ability or this uncanny kind of way of looking at the world, where that's what he'll come up with. You know, you've got all this pomp and circumstance, and he said, you know, he looks like a big flag. <laughs> that's just that simple. It's yeah. organic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is who he yeah. is. Um, so. Uh, uh, let's let's give the uh, the show Chicago Justice uh, the the uh, the due praise that it deserves because when we heard you were coming on uh, a little a little while ago I, yeah. I I watched an episode and and then I was I was like oh, okay I'll watch this isn't familiar with the sh- Chicago environment yeah. uh, all the the different shows uh, and uh, and I loved it so I bought the whole series on iTunes just to make sure I wouldn't miss an episode Steve Steve could you repeat that to the, <laughs> could you repeat that to the audience. To the audience. I mean, look, yeah. there's a word to the wise. Yeah. Go out and buy the whole thing. <laughs> Don't hold back. Don't well, hold back. It's it's and what it is, it's there's something about compelling legal dramas yeah. when done right and one when done fairly, and that's something I want to also um, give you credit for taking on issues as the classic rip from today's headlines. Yeah. But this this show does something that not many others have ever done, which is to really give respectful. Um, you know, uh, voices to every every party involved, yeah. which is very well done. You explain who you are because you play basically the the patriarchal um, character in this show. Yeah, he's he's basically the boss, so yeah. to speak. You know, he is the state's attorney in Chicago, and and as some people know, in in Chicago, in in Illinois, in uh, Cook County, the state's attorney is an elected official he's not an appointed official he's a politician he's a politician so you know you've got a guy who has to run this office but he also at the end of the day will or will not be elected after his term so you're kind of between a rock and a hard place a guy who is on one hand doing his best to do what's right by the law yeah and by the citizens of illinois by the citizens of cook county and chicago but at the same time a guy who's looking out you know sort of over his shoulder saying how is this going to fare when i have to go to the polls again so you know? when he makes a risky decision he knows it could impact his, his absolutely career. but i but what i what i love what our writers do is they really to your point they really work to present all sides so it's not kind of always good versus evil yeah you know there are new there's nuance on both sides and in our offices there are there are these conversations slash arguments slash disagreements at time that jeffries and stone peter stone who is the lead prosecutor will have and one is that jeffries knows what's right and wants to do what's right at the same time sometimes peter stone is so zealous about what he's after that Mark Jeffries has to sort of rein him in or try to rein him in. It's like, I can help you get this done, but this is the way you're going to have to get this done. That's and, right. and it may not be clean the way you'd like it to be. And and this may not impact your career the way it may impact mine. Right. So walk, you know, it's like 
prod gently. You right, know? Yeah, you're right, yeah. Be careful where you step here because whatever's on your shoe, you're going to have to bring back into my office, you know. So it's it's really wonderful. But we've got an entirely great cast. And again, as our writers, our writers just every week just manage to tell wonderful stories. And, of course, we have, you know, the great Dick Wolf, who is... Uh, he's, no, is he's no piker. Uh, you know, when I grow up, I think I want to be Dick Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Carl, I have a question about uh, two different characters you played in two different types of movies, but they yeah. have a similarity. And I'm talking about Dylan and Predator, yeah, yeah. and then Chubbs and Happy Gilmore. <laughs> I don't know if anybody. Made... Oh, I, I love it. They have similarities. Okay. <laughs> well, they do. I know because... where you're going. Yeah. I know where you're all right, going. So, and, all right. So then I don't even have to go there. That's right. Uh, damn alligator bit my hand. Oh my! So the alligator <laughs> bit your damn right hand off, and the Predator <laughs> shot your right arm off. Was, yes. Was that done on purpose by uh, uh, by Adam whom? Sandler? By Adam Sandler. Uh, that's a good question. I never asked Adam that. You know, I really ne- never did. But I seem to have this propensity for losing my appendages. <laughs> did you get to keep any of the props? Did you get to keep? Man, what a fool I am! Because I didn't. Neither on neither of those movies. Well, that's not true. Because from Predator, the only thing I have is this beautiful knife that was forged. We all had uh. these knives that were made by this great knife knife maker, uh, and I don't remember his name right now. But it's beautiful, right? So. So, no, I didn't keep the arm. I wish I had. And no, I didn't keep the damned hand that the damned alligator bit off. I'll tell you what, that predator arm... I, if you were to hold that up, I, just without me knowing, I would have said, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, that's Carl Weathers' arm. It looked yeah. pretty real, didn't yeah. it? Well, you know, they took the, the the mold of the arm, man. My yeah. guns had to, you know, like <laughs> stand out, and all the sinew in these muscles had to stand out while the the gun's pumping while it's in my hand, and <laughs> arms jumping up and down, you know? Ugh. Did I hear correctly that with all that testosterone on the set that you guys, oh. it would be a race to the oh gym in the morning? Because you, you had the most jacked cast in his, with you way up in the top tier there, Thank dude. you very much. Yeah, I, I, you know, come on, Mr. Universe, who the heck is Mr. Universe? <laughs> I was the best-looking man on that. <laughs> no question. Dude, that handshake between you and Arnold when you first see each other. It oh, is classic, God. isn't it? Oh. It is classic. Man and man. And by the way, by the way, I have coined that the man shake. Yes. That is not yeah, a handshake. Right. That is a man <laughs> shake. That sucker still holds up, Predator, man. It is still yeah. a, it is it a, is, it is absolutely one of those movies that when the TV's on, if you are flipping channels and you come to Predator, you just got to stop, man. Yeah. You've you got to stop. And you are so a- engaging. Was that shot, was it shot in in South America? Was it shot no, on it the shot, lot? No, actually, it was all shot in Mexico. Oh, okay. And, and we shot the vast majority of that movie in Puerto Vallarta, in the, you know, in the jungles around Puerto Vallarta. Uh, so we're, first of all, in the day, we're in the jungle all day with the dust and the and the bugs and the and the heat and I mean you know and smelly guys yeah <laughs> and, uh, and I was one of them I have to admit uh, you know no makeup no no nothing just sweat and smell you know that's all and um, in the evening you know everybody's all dressed up and we're back in Puerto Vallarta man enjoying you know whatever we're drinking and uh, the seaside and all that sort of stuff but here's here's one of the crazy things about that. The great Bill Duke, who people love. I mean, he's Bill's been in so many movies and is a great director in his own yeah. right as well. Bill Duke was, I mean, there's all those guys were bent, man, except me. Steve, <laughs> I was the only sane guy in that group, okay? Yeah, They're yeah. all bent. They're all crazy, <laughs> including Shane Black, who is now doing another Predator and wrote it and is going to direct it and cast it. Shane but, Black, by the way, wrote Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon, yeah, yeah, yeah. which was one of the greatest movies yeah. ever in yeah. my mind. It's in know? my top ten, definitely. And let me tell you, man. So... 
Come back in the evening, everybody clean up. We go out, have dinner, do whatever, get ready for the next morning. Everybody is in tropical kind of clothing. Right. Bill Duke, three-piece suit and tie every night, man. <laughs> Impeccably dressed, always. What was the now, temperature? Oh, my God. It, it's at least in the high 80s and in the 90s every day. Right, right? Yeah. But you got to look at a guy who's in a suit every day and yeah. say, this guy's crazy. <laughs> this guy's out of his mind. And he's one of my best friends to this day, but he is crazy and out oh, of his what mind. Was, what was his big line in the, I'm going to have some fun. Oh, oh, yeah, there was that one. <laughs> I'm going to bleed you over here. Oh, man. You're Duke, ghosting Duke us. has some great lines. You're yeah. ghosting us, mother effort. Oh, yes, you. yeah, you're yeah. ghosting us. I, you know, he he's such a great guy and such a sweet guy. Uh, but, you know, we had just, I mean, we were just very fortunate, man. A great group of guys to hang out with for, you know, a couple months down in the jungle. Carl, I have to ask, yeah. in this scene, and it's one that I, I just, it's as macho and as adrenaline rush as you could possibly have when you guys all open up and start shooting blind. <laughs> was that live ammo? What were they using? How did they achieve no, that? No, th those crazy guys, live ammo, we <laughs> might have all been out of here. You know, that might have yeah. been a check out for everybody. No, you know what? First of all, our guys who, who did all the special effects did a great job of rigging that whole area there with yeah. explosives to just mow down. I mean, that's, you know, you give away the stuff, that's the stuff. Oh. But we had to do that like two or three times. And that big gun that Duke is holding, that yeah. thing, that was a real you know, helicopter mounted 50 cal gun. Yeah. That thing, man, it weighs a ton. Yeah. And uh, to hold that, just to really hold that while you're firing those rounds, even though they were blanks, there's some kick to that thing. And it's just a machine. It's a monster. Crazy. You know? So for all of us, it was just fantastic. But the look on Bill's face while he's doing that, <laughs> we all stop and the machine's still going. You know, he's still firing. And you just see those eyes and he's breathing at the end. <laughs> I think, okay. <laughs> okay, here we go, folks. Uh, hey, Carl, have you ever been to a, a sporting event in Philadelphia where uh, they've done Rocky montages during the sporting no, event itself? No, I haven't. No, I it's, haven't. It's amusing, and it gets you going, you know. Um, yeah. But the, the scene that comes to mind is uh, when you and Rocky are running on the beach, and then you end up hugging one another. Yes. Because <laughs> it's... It's sort of comical at this point. Um, there, there are a lot of people who look at that and think, hmm, these two guys like each other. They really like each other. But you guys are in such phenomenal shape at that yeah, point, yeah, too. Yeah, you know, yeah. So it's like it's one of those things where you, you can't help but it's, giggle it, a little. Well, you know, the, the thing about it is I, I think somebody asked me a question about, you know, whether Rocky was, uh, I think it was, uh, your competition or one of your competitors yeah. and it was Eisen, you know, and he was asking about, uh, you know, how what people think of that show. And his thought was that it's really not a sports movie. It's a love story. Yeah. yeah. And I think there is a lot of truth in that. And and I say it's actually both. Because it's set so well and rooted so well in this role in this in this in this world of sport and in boxing in particular, but what makes the thing about sports in a way all about love is that it's not romantic love, but it really is about men loving competition yeah. and loving the competitor because of what you go through to be at the top of your game. You know, it's like in any profession. 
if you love the profession, mm-hmm. you love the people in it who are the people you admire and, and that are best and at the top of their game. Well, a, I mean, it's absolutely the truth. We were able to talk to Rodney McLeod of, of the Eagles right before you. Yeah. And then afterwards, we were just we, you know having a conversation. And I was talking about them. Um, because he's playing against his former team this season and, yeah. and you know, how he wants to bring it. And, and he wants to compete against the people that he used to play with. And he wants to do yeah. his best against, you know, his, his quote-unquote friends. Yeah. And then I had told him about a hit that uh, that happened in, in Eagles history. Keith Byers laid out Pepper Johnson. And the thing that made the hit even, like, the, the best was that Pepper Johnson and Keith Byers were roommates in college. And so when Keith Byers had this opportunity to lay out one of his best friends... He didn't. He didn't stop. I mean, he Absolutely. just went, went full force. And I think you know everybody appreciates appreciates that. Even Pepper Johnson. Yeah, man, you you have to. You know, when I when I was a rookie with the Raiders, one of my roommates. Well, I had two roommates that made it. Uh, one was Ray Chester, who was a number one, uh, who who was a great tight end, and the other was Jerry Irons, who was a linebacker, like I was. Right now, I was a free agent. Both those guys were drafted one in three, and. We, of course, uh, Chester and 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 I, or Chester and and uh, Jerry Irons would have to go at it because we were linebackers. He was a tight end. Well, man, every day you're trying to take that guy's head off, and you're trying to best that guy because that guy is at the top of his game. And if you don't, something's wrong with you. Right. You know, they say so, iron sharpens iron, right? Absolutely, man. So you know, there's a tremendous love when when a guy bests you in a way. Now you got something you got to bring the next time because guess what you ain't gonna let it happen how, again. How much did did sports and you were you were always very athletic? I think I was looking at some of the stuff you just even in high school you were doing it, it just everything. Yeah. Um, how much did sports help set you up and prepare you for the process of becoming a an actor? Oh man, in so much, it's it's prepared me for life. Yeah. You know, in my mind, and maybe others feel differently about it, but there's something about teamwork. Number one, to be on a team, you learn something about that from a very early age, what it takes, what your job is on that team, how to be your best at your job, how not to let others down because yeah. you have responsibilities, you know, you have assignments on that team. And also taking pride in being the best at what you do, doing your best and being and, and dedicating that to the team as well. So there's that, and there's this discipline factor that you learn as you go through that, you know? You take it into everything that I do, into everything I do. The difference is, when you play sports, it not only is appreciated, it's expected of you. People can be intimidated about that in the arts. Oh, really? They really can be. Huh. Because you have to be aggressive in sports. And I remember having someone say once, you know, about someone else, oh, but he's so aggressive. Mm. Well, wait a minute, man. You think people give out awards because this isn't competition? Mm. Yeah. Come on. If, if it wasn't if it wasn't competition, there would be no award. Mm-hmm. You're always saying this one is the best this of the year, and this one is the best that, the best in sports casting, the best in comedy, the best. It's all about being competitive. doesn't mean that you are trying to hurt anybody else. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are afraid of that who have never been involved in sports on that level, that elite level. People try to tamp down that. Yeah, and, man, they're and, afraid and, of and it. Everyone gets, it's okay to recognize the one who is the champion. Yes. And if it gives you something to aspire to, 
to, that's good as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And you Absolutely. Know what? Speaking of the best, I mean, I think a lot of people would agree that during the 80s, Tom Selleck had the best mustache, but I think you give him a run <laughs> for it. Oh, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. I gave him a run for it in his 80s. In the 80s. Okay. No, yeah, Tom, I know. Tom's reputation, not only as an actor, but as an actor with a mustache. <laughs> yes, it sets him apart. I got to give him props for it, because that's, that's a bush, man. That's a bush. Okay. Yours is the most rocking. Yes, yes. Nick had mentioned a comedy in the in the Rocky movie, but you you have uh, fallen into the Adam Sandler camp yeah, and have distinguished God. yourself. Yeah. Who would have known Carl Weathers is hilarious? And uh, and and there you are. Are you in the new Netflix film that he? No, did? I'm not. Okay, Adam didn't ask me. Wow, I am furious. Okay, furious. Okay, because I wasn't. Uh, what was it, the Furious 6 or the Furious 7? Oh, ridiculous, ridiculous Ridiculous 6. six. Yeah. He didn't ask me to be in that. Something's and up. now with this new thing where he plays, uh, what is it, Sandy Wexler. Sandy Wexler, Wexler. Yeah. he didn't ask me to be in that. Something's uh, up. I'm going to be hunting for Adam Sandler. <laughs> I'm going to be stalking him. Now, you know what? He's got some really funny people in it. I actually saw it uh, last week for the first time. And, you know, Adam, as always, comes up with the craziest, craziest characters. You know, like he did in, in what was that that crazy thing after Happy Gilmore? Little Nicky. Played, little Nicky. Yeah. Where you, he played the back. devil. I'm reprised yeah. as Chubbs. But, <laughs> you know. Adam with his voice and that's <laughs> The whole crowd. Yikes, man. But people laugh. Yeah. They keep showing yeah. up. For Speaking Adam of voices, Sandler. we have a number of texts that are coming in this morning about uh, your your delivery, your the, the projection of your voice and, and your, your uh, cadence and everything. Do you, you've got to do voiceover work as well. Or, I or... have done some voiceover work. Yes. <laughs> you've done video. You want me to go into my radio voice? Yes. Or I can do my FM voice. Uh -huh. uh -huh. in the morning. That late night voice, you know? I um, hear you is, you know, because Ving Rames does the uh, those Arby's commercials. Yes, he does. Here the we have the beef. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, Ving. <laughs> That's perfect yeah. for you. Hey, man, Ving is making bank. I get yeah. props. I get props. Can yeah. I hear you? Uh, can I hear you do a station ID? Hey, this is Carl Weathers, and you're listening to Preston and Steve. Hey, this is Carl Weathers, and you're listening to Preston and Steve. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. We just Come on, man. <laughs> One take. And I'm just going to buy the sales on me. Nick knows. One take, baby. By the way, that's the first time ever. One take, okay? Just so you know. Hey, how, how did you get involved with Arrested Development? Well, I got this call from my agent at the time who told me about Arrested Development uh, wanting me on the show. And I'd seen the show, and I thought it was really funny. But, man... How could I keep up with those guys? Those guys are funny people, you yeah. know, and the show, so quirky and so different, right? And uh, Mitch does such a great job with the writing, and, and, and guys like David Cross, man, I'm going, I'm in the wrong place with these guys. Very twisted. David is very twisted. <laughs> so um, they told me what they wanted to do. I, I agreed to call in. I spoke with Mitch, told me what they wanted to do, and, and it just... I didn't want to reprise something I'd kind of done already. You yeah. Know? And uh, so he asked me, well, okay, what would you like to do? And I knew a guy who was very frugal, let's say it. <laughs> and I thought, 
Mitch, you know what? Why don't I play the cheapest guy in the world? Yeah. You know? And I pitched this idea to him, and he loved the idea. He said, yeah, I like that. Let's do it. So he wrote this character, you know, where a guy would go into any place and always try to get something for nothing. He's always, if he sits at a bar, he's going to try to get on your tab, you know? And uh, hence, there was Carl Weathers as the cheapest guy in the world with David Cross trying to, once David sort of, you know, puts the... Puts the, the idea out that he loves acting lessons. The first response Carl Weathers would have was, how much do you have in your bank account? <laughs> David says, $980. That's exactly what I charge. <laughs> so it was just a That's fantastic, great. fantastic character. And we had, we had, you know, baby, you got a stew going. You know, you got, <laughs> uh, you know, and then that crazy story about going to uh, being on a set and uh, doing a, a movie of the week with Ann Archer. And, uh, you know, the thing I would do is I, I go to my, uh, you know, I, I go to, to craft service. And I, I get some ham, some veggies, uh, take it home with me. You know, baby, I got a stew going. And, and I saved my per diem, you know. So uh, the, the character's so crazy. That's very, that's very funny. I have to ask you, because we're talking about all the stuff that you've been in, when people call out a line to you, and you have a lot of quotable lines from your various movies, what do you hear the most? Wow, man. You know what it depends on, Steve? It depends on demographic. Okay. It's so interesting because there is a demographic for Happy Gilmore, yeah. for Arrested Development. There's a there's a there's a kind of a wide range, obviously, for Rocky and for Predator. Yeah. And then there's this whole sort of group for Action Jackson, you know. Love Action yeah, Jackson. Yeah, you know, how do you like your ribs from Action Jackson, you know? <laughs> I'm going, man, you guys remember some of the, the roughest stuff, you know, because was he got he's got a torch on a guy and he's gonna blow the guy up with the torch, you know. Isn't Action so, Jackson also the the movie they're watching in, in Step Brothers? Is that what is it that is? The, Are think, they really? I think so. It you know, be. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. I think but so. you know what? That's props. Yeah. Coming yeah. from those guys? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that is props, yeah. Uh, so so you, you get a lot from Action Jackson? Oh, yeah, 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 from all those movies, you know? Um, but even way back in the day, you know, when you look at something like Force 10 from Navarone with that great group of actors, you know, Harrison Ford and yeah. Edward Fox and... and uh, um, I mean, my God, it's it's just kind of Robert Robert Shaw, Shaw from Jaws. Yeah, 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 Quint. yeah. yeah. Um, it's just kind of crazy, man. Barbara Bach, uh, Richard wow. Keel, you know, from from uh, Jaws, yeah, Jaws, from yeah. from, from uh, the Bond 007. movie, yeah, yeah. Um, so people remember those. I mean, uh, what a career! I mean, what, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's a wonderful thing. You go back to some of my favorite iconic TV shows too. Uh, you were on oh. uh, guest star on Kung Fu, right? Oh, Kung Fu, Six Starsky Million Dollar Man, Starsky and Hutch. Streets of San Francisco, Jeez. Barnaby Jones, Del Vecchio, SWAT, uh, Switch. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it goes on. Good Times. I mean, man, I... One, I, uh, one yeah. of your first credits I see here was in Magnum Force. Magnum Force, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, Magnum Force might have been the first movie I was ever involved in because I lived in San Francisco. Yeah. I was playing with the Raiders at the time yeah. and really still looking for, for the opportunity to become an actor because I was a theater major, you know, to yeah. become a professional actor. Were you at the range? Are you... You're, are you're a uh, what, what's your character in Magnum Force? You're, it's like a demonstrator. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a demonstrator. Yeah. You know, crazy thing because back then I was given lines and uh, went and auditioned for them. Right, true story. And so I go home. I learn these lines, man. I come in on the day, and I'm just this is like my first role, professional yeah. role, right? And it's a scene, and I think the I'm going to be interviewed by somebody about this demonstration. So I get to the set. And I'm kind of nervous because this is my first one, baby. Sure. But I'm, I'm ready, man. I'm ready. Get there. 
and I, th- I think the director was Ted Kotcheff. I can't remember for sure, but I think it was, uh, who directed First Blood. Wow. You know, great director. So anyway, I'm, I'm hoping I'm right on that. But anyway, I get there. There's like five guys with the same lines. <laughs> and they look around, and there's a guy who really looks like he just walked off a, a set of construction. Yeah. You. Yeah. That guy gets the lines. Uh, now, I got paid. Yeah. yeah. But... I was shocked. Yeah. Yeah. That was my first introduction to Hollywood. Oh, this is how sucks. it goes, baby. Yeah. Get ready, but it might not be you. Uh, but you know what? Hey, from there, it just, you know, fortunately, I I wanted to stay at it, and I wanted to make it work, and here we are. Here you are. It's regular, regular gig, and, and uh, you know, the show is doing well. And, and yeah. I want to point it out to people, if you haven't seen it yet, it's on Sunday nights on NBC 10 at uh, 9 o'clock, and it's a Chicago Justice. So, listen, we are... Just absolutely elated that you came by here today. We we love you. We love your work. And and as Steve had said so eloquently, you're you're a member of this city, this community. You yeah. know, just because of the the relationship and, and uh, with the, with the uh, the Rocky films and what it means to this city and everything. So we're just really happy that you're here. Thank you. Thank we you. Appreciate Preston. it, man. Yeah. I'm I'm always you know every time I come here, there's so much hospitality. People really kind of open their arms. And of course, if Apollo Creed's walking down the street, <laughs> you're gonna get a little attention. <laughs> yeah, man. Just a little bit, you know. <laughs> So, you know, I, I mean, you know, props to Sly for, for taking us home with running up those steps, man. If it, you know, those running up those steps kind of like sets the tone for everything when it comes to Rocky, you know. Uh, and, you know, running through the district there and seeing all the folks uh, who are selling their goods in the morning, you know, uh, from soup to nuts, man. Uh, having them turn around and watch Rocky and cheer him on. So we're we're really all very fortunate that this city embraced not only the movie, but embrace the concept of the winner, you know, yeah. and the guy from, uh, you know, kind of underdog who makes it, man. And for all of us, you know, all of us, anybody who's ever, ever, ever been or felt like an underdog, yeah. uh, Rocky is kind of our anthem. Yes. You know? So absolutely. we thank you. We thank you here in Wonderful. Philadelphia. Chicago Justice Sunday, NBC 10, 9 o'clock. Carl Weathers. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank Pleasure you. to meet you. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Stay with us. MMR and Live Nation are happy to announce. The live performance drought is finally over! It's the live-in at the Drive-In Concert Series. A month of shows in the Phillies parking lot. You'll experience from your car. 93.3 WMMR and Brent Smith and Zach Myers from Shinedown invite you to rock live in your ride Thursday, September 3rd. Get up, get up, get a move on. See the full schedule at WMMR.com. The live-in at the Drive-In Concert Series is socially awesome solution to a performanceless pandemic featuring shinedowns smith and myers and many more tickets on sale now at livenation.com from 93.3 wmmr everything that rocks it has been uh toasty the last few days today is the hottest that it is going to be so far this summer. We're, we're looking at 97 degrees, high humidity. Heat index. I headed out this morning. It was already 78 degrees. That was at 4 o'clock in the morning. I got in the car, and it was 78 degrees already. It is. Yes, at that early in the morning, you walk out, it feels like you're walking into a fart. Mm. Yes, it's yeah. a lot like that. So, yeah, it's going to feel like it's 105 degrees today. People working outside. 
uh, know what uh, what a pain in the ass this can be. So uh, we wanted to do something uh, to represent how I think we all feel if we have to be outside, and that is to just basically get naked. So, uh, you know, when it gets toasty, you strip your clothes, you feel a little bit better. So we're going to do something that uh, kind of represents that, and also we're going to need your help. Those who are commuters this morning who happen to be driving in very specific areas can do it. We haven't done this in a long, long time. It's time for strip honking this yeah. morning, ladies and gentlemen. And it's going to feature two wonderful ladies associated with the Preston and Steve show. Uh, the first, we just uh, met a little while ago. We've, we've met her before, but uh, we just found out she is Philly's hottest lingerie girl. Yes, congratulations to the amazing Royale. So we're actually going to go on location where she is, and I'm going to give the locations in a moment. First, I want to find out where the lady are, ladies are, but you know, even before I do that, let me explain the concept. Sure, please. We have two beautiful ladies. They're in two separate locations. They are standing on top of MMR vehicles in public view. Now, what we want to happen is the people that are driving by and seeing these ladies to honk their horn if you want them to remove a piece of clothing. And for every honk we get, there's a piece of clothing that's removed. Each girl has ten items on. Yes. The first one to get all the way down to a bikini will be deemed our winner. We're also going to need some callers on the line, and we're going to put we're going to pair you up with these ladies. Now, depending on how quickly this goes, we might be able to roll through this a couple of times. You never know. You yeah. know the luck of the draw here. But uh, we we have them. Uh, both sides of this thoroughfare are well represented. Yeah, and I'm not going to give the location until yeah. we're ready to go because I don't want the honking nope. to start ahead of time. So you don't want pre-honking. And no. one location, location number one. Like I said, we have uh, Royale. Now we need uh, these ladies are going to be busy taking their clothes off, so they can't be on the phone. And we're also streaming this online and have this on Facebook Live. We have one location online and one on Facebook. So, so get all your screens running. Yeah, please do so. And uh, let me see if we've got uh, Connor from our uh, intern department. He's, he's a production assistant. Connor, yeah. are you there? Yes, I am. Alright, and yes. uh, yeah, we, we can hear you just fine, Connor. So, so you're going to be giving us the rundown of what's going on with Royale this morning, correct? Yes. All right, and I'm, I'm going to find out where the location is. I'm going to reveal the location in a moment or two. But is uh, is indeed Royale standing on top of one of the vehicles? And if so, please describe. Yes, she is. She's dancing. She's flapping a shirt, kind of like a bird. She stops. Uh, she's waving to all the bikers that try uh, ride by. Okay. Okay. Um, we already had three honks already. So just just honks. random yeah, honks. And yes. there you yeah. go. Yeah. All right. So what what is she wearing, by the way, Connor? Uh, she's wearing short jeans. Shorts, uh, very high, and um, a nice red and black flannel, kind of like how Andre wore. Yes, okay. yeah. A, bat- a Batman hat. A and Batman a, hat, and, and, he, and even a scarf. So she's kind of dressed like Andre. Yeah, we wanted um, to make sure yeah. Andre's a former uh, intern, yeah. intern of ours. So, by the way, we he, uh, we wanted to make sure that she had ten items of clothing on. So the scarf, the sunglasses, the hat. The shirt, the yep. pants, all that stuff. What, Casey? I just need to move your hands. Okay, so uh, the 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 all of that stuff is is each counts as, as one item, an item of clothing. So you guys are there. Hang on just a second. I'm now going to conference in the birthday boy, Nick McElwain. Nick, are you there? Yeah, man. How you doing? Uh, wonderful. So, Nick, we have a special gal who is on your or in your area, and it's the amazing veteran of the Totally Office calendar, two times cover girl. The amazing Morgan yeah. is in the other and location. We do indeed. We just uh, crowned Royale, uh, Philly's hottest lingerie girl, and Morgan, a few years back, won Philly's hottest hand bra. 
and uh, was on the cover of the 2016 calendar, right? 2015? Yeah. 2015, I, 2015 yeah, 2015, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we are in a location as well, Preston, that I'm sure you'll reveal shortly. And, uh, Steve, yeah, it's already high out here. It's steaming. It is not pleasant. All right. Well, then this is why we're, we're doing this at this perfect time. It's not totally oppressive. We're not going to have a heat stroke. We might have a couple of just genuine strokes generated by this. But otherwise, uh, I think we should be fine. So uh, we'll get everything in gear. Nick, what's Morgan wearing? Uh, Morgan is actually really similarly dressed to Shore Al. She has a hat on, a fresh hat. She's got a black uh, top top shirt. She's got uh, flannel, um, sort of like a GNR shirt, uh, Axl Rose type of uh, flannel shirt around her waist. Perfect. She's got, uh, jean shorts on, and she's got her chucks on as well. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give a 3-2-1 countdown. I'm going to have both you and, you and Connor count down with me so that the girls can hear. And at that point, we're going to ask people who are driving by to honk their horn, honk only one time. And Nick and Connor, you guys are going to have to listen. And when you hear a honk, you're going to have to ru- uh, yell out the number, okay? Yes. So, so uh, if you, if, you know, there's one, there's two, so on and so forth. Now, if you hear multiple honks from one car, you're going to have to do your best to just let that go. One honk per car. It's not an exact science. And what we're going to do is we're going to have on the phone lines, listener Eddie is going to play with Royale, and listener Sue is going to play with Morgan, and we'll have a great prize that uh, Casey's going to dig up for me here in just a second that we will associate with that. And by the way, we have uh, Royale is on our webcam, and Morgan is on Facebook Live. All right. All right, so let me give the locations uh, to everybody listening. They're standing on top of an MMR vehicle. We have Royale on Kelly Drive, and we have Morgan on West River Drive. They're straddling the Schuylkill this morning. Which is an amazing sight. And I'm wondering, can you guys see each other, uh, Nick? Can you see Connor across the river? No, but I can see people rowing out on the river. Uh, yeah, we're on the West River, Martin Luther King Drive. We're not that far from the radio station in Valkenwood, so... Um, if you're on the way into the city, we are on the left-hand side. If you're coming away from the city uh, towards Palatinwood and the Burbs, we are on the right-hand side. All right. And then, uh, Connor, where about on Kelly Drive are you guys? Uh, we are located by the Grandstand. Okay. Uh, oh. By the river. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. So I see Morgan now. We're looking at Facebook Live, and she's standing on top of the MMR vehicle. So, are you guys ready to go? Let's do this because right. I think uh, I think a Royale is biting at the bit. All right, so Connor and Nick, count with me. Here we go. Beginning in three, three, three two, 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 one, one, and there we go. All right, so the horn honking starts. I'm going to bring the music down and remember, guys, call out when you hear a honk, and I will do my best to keep track down here. The first one who gets we, all the way down to a we bikini, have a we have a honk. That's all right, one, so that's one. one. All right, one that's over one. there for Royale. How many so far, Connor? One. All right, one so far. So that means a piece of clothing comes off. So Royale is going to take that off. First one to get her down to their bikini. Her hat is off. First one to get down to the bikini is going to be deemed the winner. So Eddie is playing with uh, Royale, and Morgan is playing with Sue. All the yeah. bikers that are coming by are waving. <laughs> I, I love it. That's good. If only you had a... Two honks by a motorcycle. Scarf is coming off. Okay, right. scarf is coming off. Scarf up. is off. Nick, have you had any uh, over... Uh, another, another honk. An- three honks. Three honks. We're at zero on West River Drive. Oh, come on, West River, West River Drive. Drive. Kelly Drive. Honk. Another honk, There's Connor? another one. Number f- uh, That was honk. over... Kelly Drive. What's that? How many so far, Connor? Four. Four. All right, four honks. Oh, All right. We got, we got one. We yeah. got one. All right. All right. West River. You never know. This could pick up five. very... We have five now. Five. All right, five. No. So the closer... Two. 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 Oh, right, there's two... Two for Morgan. We're watching the video as well. 
and uh, Royale is dancing She's her heart out it. on top of the MMR three. vehicle. Three. Right, three. There's three. Morgan has three. Uh, Steve, I think if you believe in the message of Martin Luther King Jr., you would believe in strip honking. I believe yeah. you are right. We haven't chose that location by accident. No, no. It's a tribute to history. Yes. I have a dream. Uh, so five to three oh right, my gosh. right now. Royale is leading by two, but it's because not too late. she's putting on a show. Yes, she is. <laughs> she, she's just Christ. hoping somebody honks at some point just driving by. But if you're a Preston Steve <laughs> Show listener uh, and you happen to be driving in these areas, make sure that you swing by and uh, take a look and vote for the one. We're All currently right. still at five for Royale and three for Morgan. That is correct. Strip honking is what's happening. And we, we're we doing this as a, a symbolic stripping of the clothes because it's so hot out. And we all want to do this, but of course, some of us can't because it would be really embarrassing and nauseating. Uh, that's why we've chosen Beautiful Ladies. Our Phillies hottest lingerie winner, Royale, currently leading five over Morgan, a veteran of the uh, Totally Office calendar. And Morgan has four. Morgan has four. Royale has five. Is she dancing? Uh, there we go. That's see, Yes, Royale is absolutely selling, and she's dancing. Oh. How many more? Another one? Well, no, I just Morgan is down to her pressing his feet. Oh, we got six and seven. Six, six and seven. seven. All right, wow. for Royale. Three more five. instruments. Five. Five for Morgan. Uh-oh. It's getting close. And, uh, oh, well, wow, Royale just we go. Took, her, took her top off. Uh, so, eight. what's that? Eight for Royale. All right, Uh-oh. we have eight. eight. Two, Two more. Oh, <laughs> there goes the kid. <laughs> <laughs> Well, fortunately, this is swimwear. Yeah, it I mean, is swimwear. It's, uh, it's nothing. To... Uh, this is ridiculously. I think all Royale is it all. What's that? Six. Six on Morgan's side. Six on Morgan's side. All right, eight over on Kelly Drive with Royale, and she's pretty much down to a bikini. I guess she's got her socks, socks on. Maybe is that what she has on? I think that's it. I, I'm trying to see. Uh, she's got both socks off. Bo- both socks off. Both off by accident. She knows that she, she stops at the bikini, right? Yeah, you know you stopped at the bikini, right? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, no, 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 no. Well, not that we don't want to see that. What this is left to take off then? I think she, no, I, she I think is... she took the socks off by accident when okay. she took her shoes off. So. Oh, all right. So she technically needs yeah. two, two more, more honks. All right, two more she's, honks. She's all the two way more honks. all the way down, but two more honks and she will win. So remember, if you're driving by on West River Drive or Kelly Drive. Seven. Oh, seven. seven for Morgan. Close. She's one behind oh. Royale. Top is off for Morgan. All right. One behind Royale. It is now seven to eight. Oh, it is God. neck and neck. Boob and boob. <laughs> butt and butt. We're getting close here, and we just need a couple of more honks, and we got ourselves winners. The phone lines are, uh, we have our listeners, Eddie, who is playing with Royale, and listener Sue, who is playing with Morgan. Where are they? Tied up. Tied up. Eight all. I think it's those Preston to see booty shorts. Morgan looks good in them. Yeah, she does. Eight all. All right. Yeah, the booty shorts are off, Kathy. All right. Cl- booty shorts are, are off. Closing on two. We They're need nine. 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 Morgan in the lead. Oh, my gosh. One more and Morgan wins it. Nine. What's nine that? Nine for uh, Royale. Did Tied. You... Nine, nine. All right. Next Hulk wins. Oh. Never in the course of human history. Oh, we got one. Oh, we got a winner. With cheese. All right. Royale. It was so close. 
Royale is our official winner, and she is doing our winner's dance right now on top of the MMR vehicle as more people are coming by. And that means that Eddie on the phone line gets the package that we have. Oh, Morgan just got the news. She's pissed. Oh, yeah. she, it was neck and neck, though. She did a great job. It was less than 10 seconds afterwards. We got 10 and 11, but uh, Royale got the 10 first. Yeah. Wow. I have to say these ladies look fantastic. I, I love Morgan's uh, very sexy bikini that she's wearing this morning. Should we have the ladies dress and do it again? I think so. What do you, you think so? I think we yeah. could do it All one right. more time. Yeah. All right. So uh, do it again. both Connor. Morgan, you down for doing it again. All right. <laughs> doing it again. Got to get back to all right, have, I'm those, sorry. have those ladies dress. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you guys down for a moment, and then we'll uh, we'll check back in. It should probably only take about thirty seconds for them to get those clothes it's back. It's funny because Royale is so timid. I know. So I'm shy. really <laughs> proud to see her coming, coming out of her out shell a little bit this and morning. She's just kind of a hand gesture here and there, a kind of bent completely over. <laughs> oh my god. She, when she's by here, man, she'll say stuff that would make Larry Flint blush. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, she's. Oh, she told me something before she left. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. I, she's... It involved twelve inches of something. Oh, did it really? really? I'm sure. like a hoagie. Sure. Yeah, hoagie. Right. Exactly. She was yeah. hungry. They've never been cheaper or more delicious. Uh, so if you're just tuning in, we're doing strip honking. So I'm going to uh, erase all these scores because uh, I have a little. Uh, I have a little score sheet. As do I. We're all okay. keeping keeping hey, track here. I have a question for you guys because I, to me it got a little bit confusing when they were saying one and two and three and four. Do you want them, when when there's a honk, to say the girl's name? Yes. Actually, I like that idea, Casey. That's better because it was hard to distinguish. Right. Yes. Especially when it was like well, neck and neck. And guys, if, you're, if they're listening uh, online, l- let the ladies know that when you yell out their name, it's because they received a honk. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that'll that'll be uh, make it easier to distinguish. I like that case. Mm-hmm. Uh, how close are we to being dressed at this point, guys? Uh, we're, ready. we're ready. Wow, we're ready. Yes. fantastic! All right, all right. Restart the clock. Ready, we are beginning once again and strip honking part two. We're gonna have listener Brooke, who's gonna be playing with Royale, our current uh, champion. champion, and then Mike who is playing with Morgan, who is our runner-up. So let's try this again. All right, real quick, gentlemen, count with me, and we'll begin again. It starts in three, three, three two, two, one, one, go. All right. Begins now. You can officially honk before you weren't supposed to. Now you can. By the way, the girls are wearing, like, the same exact thing. Yeah. Just by uh, happens. Morgan. Morgan. Royale. Morgan. All right, Royale. All right, so we got one each so far. Remember, driving by, Hawk. Hat is off. They're located, so the hat is off on on Royale. What did uh, Morgan take off, Nick? Uh, Royale. That, that yeah. flannel um, thing that she had around her waist. Flannel okay. shirt is the word I was looking for. All right, shirt. two to one so far. Royale has two, and uh, Morgan has one. Sunglasses are Morgan. Right. Morgan. Right. Morgan. Two to two. Two to two, and sunglasses have come off of Royale. Morgan is taking something else off now. Jean shorts are down. Jean shorts are down. We have jean shorts down. Sir, we have jean shorts down. Jean shorts are down. By the way, Royale is on Kelly Drive, and Morgan's on West River Drive. They're just parked off to the side, and they're standing on an MMR vehicle. By the way, we hope you're enjoying your commute this morning. Morgan. Morgan. Morgan in the lead, three to two. That is correct. So, ten is the winner, by the way, and that'll get you all the way down to a bikini. 
Morgan is waving at the uh, waving at the cars, trying to get a little more attention. And I, they're both selling it. Royale is doing the international uh, honk motion. Exactly. Uh, so anyhow, if you would like to drive by and take a look at what's going on, or you can watch online if you can't be there live. Uh, you can obviously look via our app, and uh, that's through WMMR.com and stream, or you can watch on Facebook Live. Uh, she's also now doing the trucker horn uh, pull yeah, as well. Why and the not? pushing honk thing. Morgan. Morgan. Four to two. Four to two out in the lead. Yes, she is. I'm reticent to tell Royale to sell it because you don't know what you would end up yeah, with. Yeah, be careful. There would probably be some sort of arrest and jail time. Morgan is this, but she lost the first round. She's selling it on the second round. All right. Morgan, 4-2 to two in the lead. The goal is 10. You guys think this is relatable? <laughs> I think it's relatable. Royale. 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 All right. 4-3. Morgan, 5. Morgan, 6. Morgan, 6. Well, it is hot out. All right. We need just a few more, and then we are there. Yes, sir. Preston. What? Who's your money on on this one? I, I got to say Morgan has a strong lead. I think Morgan's going to take it this time. Although, uh, she she had a pretty strong come from behind on the last, and uh, it got really, really close. Strong come from behind. All right, six to three so far. So Morgan's double on uh, Royale, and it's up to you, the commuter of Philadelphia this morning, to place a vote. I mean, and really, it's two hot girls dancing on a van. I mean, come on. <laughs> I think in a, in a way, it's a victory for all of us. No matter what your your politics or your religion, I think it's a victory for all of us this morning. Morgan, seven. Morgan, seven for Morgan. Morgan, eight. Morgan, eight. Morgan, eight. Come on, Kelly, drive. Two more to go. Morgan, we're getting ha- waves of cars. We're getting waves like, of cars. Yeah, you'll get like five, and then nothing for a second. Five, right. nothing for like five seconds. Damn so. traffic lights. Damn. Morgan. Morgan. Oh, there's nine. One more and she wins. Royale's got to do some serious catching up. Hold on. Morgan. And that is it. Morgan, our winner for the second round. That means listener Mike on the phone line gets our prize. Yes. Everybody walks away a champion. Everybody person. wins. And those of you who had to drive in this morning and had to go on West River Drive or Kelly Drive, we gave you two of the finest today. Two Philly's hottest winners. One cover girl from Totally Office Calendar. Yes. And uh, we are very happy that we could represent what everybody wants to do, which is pretty much get naked because it's going to be hot and sweaty today. <laughs> And we gave away some prizes, and we had a wonderful time with our ladies. It really was special. Uh, Strip hung. What's that? You guys want to say hi to Morgan? Let's say hi to Morgan. We haven't talked to her. We spoke to Royale earlier when we uh, had given her the news that she won Philly's House. Hey, Morgan. Hi. Congratulations on your victory. Yeah, you you are welcome. Is it uh, is it a little bit toasty? Do you feel comfortable in a bikini out there on uh, Kelly Drive? Absolutely comfortable. I just have lots of boob sweat. Lots of boob sweat. Yes, I would yeah. imagine. Uh, what is the temperature right now out there? Do we know? Ah, uh, too hot. Too hot. We'll take that. Yeah. yeah it's got to be getting up there. So, uh, well, listen. Congrats. And you know what? When you get back. Uh, I do have for you royal dryness underarm and um, <laughs> bra sweat pads oh, that I can give you for your sweaty boobs. You, yes. So you'll be good to go. <laughs> All right. All right. It's wonderful. Thank you, Morgan, for being a part of this. We appreciate it. Of course, it. always. Excellent. And then uh, Royale is on the other. F- Royale, are you there? Hello. Hey, Royale. Nice work. 
Thank you. And did you uh, did you have some fun up there on top of the vehicle? Uh, I let, did. I, you <laughs> looked it's like a, it. It's a tough crowd <laughs> out here. You know, there's a lot of uh, lady Damn, drivers, but you know, I did my. Oh, you, you did you did a fine job actually. Even though it seemed you seemed a little shy. Yeah, I I put uh, one of the phone lines on hold and I put the wrong one. On All right, it, so or they're labeled incorrectly. All right, anyhow, congratulations. Hang on the line, and uh, you guys can make it back here. So thank you everybody for being a part of strip honking this morning. Yeah, well, thank you to uh, Steven Singer Jewelers who are um, are um, awarding our strippers today. Really, uh, with some gift cards. Yeah, oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Very generous, Steven Singer. Not only is uh, Royale winning a prize from Steven Singer because he's one of the sponsors of uh, the uh, Philly's Hottest competition but uh, for strip honking today that's pretty awesome too so she doubles up on that it's been strip honking once again so hopefully you enjoy we're going to take a quick break we'll be back in just a moment stay with us 93.3 WMMR everything that rocks proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon. Hey, it's Marcus. Cancer won't stop and neither will we. Join myself and Team WMMR on Sunday, August 9th for the 48th annual ACS Bikeathon. This year we're going virtual. The pedal power to finish the ride against cancer may look different, but the mission remains the same. Each Team WMMR rider gets a free team t-shirt, registration and complete details at WMMR.com and check out our custom Team WMMR Apparel providers, Volet and Go Cycling. Team WMMR and the ACS Bikeathon, virtually unstoppable. The ACS Bikeathon, another way 933 WMMR is putting Philly first. In the last commercial break, I think we just made new best friends with. <laughs> Do we just become the world of rock and roll? Because these guys are just as twisted as we are, and uh, they are actually they're they're swinging through. They played a show on Friday night at the Fillmore. Uh, they are promoting their album "Rock Is Dead," which came out last summer. Yeah, and uh, they're on their way to DC, and they're stopping by here to play. So we appreciate that very very much. So please welcome Greg, Dylan, DJ, and Dorothy. This is Dorothy. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, folks. Oh, good morning. How are you? you? Dorothy, you weren't in the studio when we had our special little jam oh session here. What happened? A, a profound bonding moment. You want to explain, Preston? Well, it's stuff that we can't really say on the radio. It has to do with sucking something. and uh, someone's. So let's just say that uh, a ball less. sack might enter into it, but it, there's, there's, every song, when we're playing it, when people aren't listening, we like to mod it by adding in that potential act. Yeah, and uh, apparently, uh, apparently you guys Dylan do the does same. It too. Yeah, Grillin, Greg and Dylan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, really? They're they're one and the same. They're Brangelina. They're attached at the ball sack, probably. <laughs> that would be that'd be about right. Yeah. yeah. I just got the most disturbing image. That was. <laughs> That was fantastic. What a touching Lifetime movie that would make. This is untouching. Interesting thing about you guys. You were signed by Jay-Z's label, Rock Nation. First rock group that he has uh, got. No, he's done it before. He managed Corn. He managed Corn. That's really? Right. Yeah. Didn't know that. Wow. I didn't know that either. I just found out. I was like, really? <laughs> and then I hung out with Monkey at the Grammy brunch. Oh, yeah? I keep running into Monkey. I was like, oh, okay, makes sense. Okay, that's yeah. cool. And they have they have Haim and um, 
Some yeah. others. I would consider Shakira rock. A little bit. Rock. Shakira. Pop rock. Right. Maybe hey, her body. Listen, L- Latin yeah. rock. Yeah, Latin rock. That's it. And her hips don't lie. No, apparently that's not less. I love Shakira. Uh, did you guys uh, know each other before? Were you put together by some friends? How did this uh, this band come together? Yeah, and I actually have known each other the longest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, Unfortunately. Me, no, me and Dylan, actually. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's I've known true. him for like 12 years or something, so yeah, it gets weird. All okay. from L.A.? No, originally, I'm actually originally from here. From here, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that's why you know your stuff. You know yeah, he was saying John earlier. Yeah. All right, yeah. 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 We were bringing it back. Right. John's right. coming back. <laughs> where, where, where back here? From, from Philly proper? Northeast. Okay, wow. Harvesting yeah. in the boulevard, man. There you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm wow. still waiting for a cheesesteak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, and you didn't get one on Friday when you guys were here? No. I mean, you're in the city. You got today the now. heck, guys? Yeah. They, they, they dropped the ball. She's, she's yelling at me with her eyes right now. for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, we've done that we many, do many times. The uh, uh, the description and uh, you know, the information we get on you guys is some very interesting stuff. One that really caught my eye was that you wanted to write music that Beavis and Butthead would love. And uh, is, is that falsely attributed to you, or is that an actual driving? No, we're dead serious. Dead serious. I like that, though. I like There's, there's room oh, yeah. for that. They're great judges of music. Uh, <laughs> and... and <laughs> <laughs> Aggressive stuff too is um, it, it's it's wild to see that there are a number of powerful female rock vocalists yep. sort of dominating now, really rising up dramatically. And it, it, you know things always kind of sort of come in waves, but it's it's a cool moment for this to hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was this, was were you always a, a fan, uh, Dorothy, of hard driving rock? Um. I think I was. I grew up listening to Janis Joplin. Well, there you go. A lot. Yeah, yeah. She had some balls. Yeah, big time. So it really influenced me. I don't know. Actually, I used to. If you hear who I sounded like a few years ago and how it is now, it's totally different. Who, who would that be? Who would you sound like? Just I don't know. Yeah. But I'm saying like, well, I don't know what that was. <laughs> okay. But this yeah. is me being me. So okay. What a little less edge on you at the time. Uh, Nothing. Really? It's like, what was I doing? Ballless. Ballless. Shame. Well, that would be a great album. That's a great. That's a great album title. That Ballless. Is. Ballless. First single, shame me. I'm proud of my lady balls. <laughs> uh, what's uh, What's been exciting about the uh, the past? I don't know, eight months or so. You guys, so your album came out in June, and then you hit the ground running, and. Um, have some exciting things been happening? Touring with Hailstorm and yeah. Lita Ford. Yeah. That was really Lita fun. Lita Ford is, wow. is very cool. We've had her in on the uh, the show a couple of times, and she's, I mean, just, just stories alone uh, are, are pretty amazing. Uh, do, do you hope you, you end up at the end of your career with those kind of stories, or did some of them scare you? Did, did she share some stories did, with you? She didn't really share. I would like to know I've what's... Heard some things. What? I had no liberty to say. Yeah, I heard some things. <laughs> I heard a thing or two. Yeah, yeah. Well, I already have a lot of great stories because the, these guys, the guys yeah, yeah. joined at the ball sack. Let's not talk about the fight I almost got into at a strip club in Montreal. Uh, we do want to talk about <laughs> okay. that now. Yeah, yeah. How, how did that happen? This waitress just had an issue with me. Yeah, I was just trying to pee. All I wanted to do was beeline to the bathroom. Right. And I bumped into her, and she started screaming at me in French. We're in Canada. Yeah, yeah. In Montreal. She started screaming at me in French, demanding an apology, which I had. I, I'm not rude. I apologize. You were there. I walk out from a and dance, and I think she's making went, friends. Just, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it's it's so calm over there. And yeah, then, yeah. And then he saw two strippers stand up. <laughs> And surround me. Wow. <laughs> and I was just time. like, I've been boxing. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. I'll beat you with your own heels. Uh, 
It didn't get that far, though, because the bouncer just, I don't know. I got bear hugged and dragged out. I don't remember. Oh, so you got pee. kicked out? I got. They didn't charge me for the drinks. All right. Which all is right. how you know that I wasn't in the wrong. Ted, will you, so, will you can I cuss? <laughs> no. no. So F you. I'm not even going to shout this place out. Yeah. For like days Screw afterwards, them. you kept calling and complaining. Calling? <laughs> <laughs> you called the strip I was club like, to complain? I was like, I'm just letting you know, if you charge my credit card, this is going to be a problem. I want to come back there and finish what I started. Wow. Oh, so, man, it was, man, whiskey. Is that, are moments like that inspiration to write a song? Yes. Yeah? Did you, have you done that yet? Or no, but I'm going to write about okay, it for good. sure. I have uh, to. And okay. you're going to mention the actual name of the place in the song? You're gonna, no, you're, they don't uh, deserve any don't deserve free it. publicity. All right. <laughs> I was, you know, Montreal, I, I was up to Montreal a few times, and the, 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 the clubs are legendary for being pretty top level. I'm surprised you got into, into an altercation. They were pretty rude. Canadians. <laughs> really? That's, that's wild. I'm not saying Canadians are rude. I'm yeah. saying that establishment was rude. Alright, there we go. Because yeah. I like strippers, yeah. as I'm sure everyone here does. <laughs> was if it you don't, I want to know what's wrong with you. Was it mentioned in Girls, Girls, Girls from Motley Crue? No. Okay, right. just checking. <laughs> so there's a lot of strip clubs name checked in that I song. I don't know. Right. No, it definitely wasn't. Right, it's not okay. legendary right. by any means and probably it was a whole. It was it's a, a Toronto hole. hole. Well, well, now what you have to do, if you do write a song, you got to find out who their main competitor is and talk about what a nice establishment that <laughs> yes. place is. There you go. And yes. plenty Revenge. of parking. That's your old money shop right there. Oh, my God. Plenty of parking and great food. <laughs> great food. <laughs> Try the early bird special. Strip clubs always have great food, though. Not they do. <laughs> but you know what? What happens is, and here's the mindset Weird. behind that little secret. So that when guys go and they get billed, they usually have like it's a, like they, a steakhouse as well. So that the bill, the credit card bill, will read like steakhouse. Yeah, yeah. Boom. So that's how you do it, right? That's, I'm, I'm not misreading. Yes, that's why they do it. Because mm-hmm. they're referring to St- meat. Yeah. Meat. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. Got nice. it. Um, well, we've been playing uh, We've been playing Dark Nights. That's the song uh, from you guys. And uh, I-, I love it. I think it's just got Thank such you. a cool, um, the production on it is unique. You know what okay. I mean? The sound of it is, uh, how would you... Can you describe it? It's it's a little bit dark. It's distorted. Uh, yeah, a little yeah, fuzz in there. Fuzz. Which, which is a little throwback to seventies type of uh, production. Yeah. I Thank dig you. it. That's Mark Jackson and Ian Scott. They produced the uh, the album. Did you guys record? It sounds like it was recorded uh, analog and and. It was recorded in a bedroom. Digital. I don't know. Okay, there you go. Extremely digital. We have a little more freedom on the second go around with yeah. the second album that we're working on now. Okay, <clears throat> I have a couple songs with Linda Perry. Okay. Ah, very nice. Great um, songwriter, yeah. And we're and we're doing a lot more in the studio live band stuff, so how how aware are are you um at the moment you go into the studio or will you go to record how exactly you want it to sound and how much of it is discovery in the moment while you're there? For me, most of it's discovery in the moment. Okay. Um I think the producers have a really good idea of well, Ian, because he's a crazy genius. He's yeah. just I don't don't even get me started. <laughs> Another strip club? <laughs> no. Let's, let's Ian just knows it. what it's going to be. Just let him work. Okay. You know? Yeah. It's that situation. He's just, I don't know. He's on another level how he hears it in his head. Um, and then I go, oh, I have an idea. And he's like, shut up. Shut up. All right. We already got, <laughs> I got it. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's get a song out of you guys. What are we going to hear? Dark Nights. Let's hear All Dark right. Nights. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dorothy on 93.3 WMMR.
sounded amazing. Every, are you awake absolutely now? amazing. It's Dorothy, if you're just tuning in on 93.3 WMMR. Uh, if you missed them on Friday, sorry. They, 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 you're just going to hear them here, and that's it. Uh, but they're headed down to D.C. to continue on as they tour for the uh, Rock is Dead album. Um, that was just fan-freaking-tastic. Thank you. I was nervous. Well, you, you were nervous. nervous. You got like two hours of sleep. Well, do, do that all the time. Yeah. It's, it's, okay. uh, it's, it's, you figured it's, it out. Yeah, you definitely have a, a commanding vocal yeah. quality. And when you're when you're you're really going for it, obviously you're putting it all into your uh, into your vocals. Uh, how hard is that on a on a human being? I've heard one of my my heroes is Neil Peart from Rush, and he was saying that the uh, the hardest job in the band is a drummer, but the worst job in the band is the singer. Well. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> this is coming from the drummer. No, I'm right. saying that's still it. No, but uh, as far as and they get all the glory. Yeah, me and Greg have yeah. easy jobs. Just jump up on the end. <laughs> you know what it is? The fan blowing it's, his hair. It's the beautiful we had a, hair. We had, a, we had a lady in the front row that would not let go of DJ Black's leg. Yeah, like for two songs. Thirsty. Wow, just eyeballing her like thirsty. Yeah, thirsty. She started slowly making her way up his leg. Hey. Um, wow. Well, I'm you know. <laughs> I really shouldn't be partying with the band, but I do it anyway. Right. <laughs> so, uh, no, n- YOLO. Does that naturally just come to you, the vocal quality? I mean, do you have no, to. No, be- I worked really hard at it. You did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, singers are like athletes. You know, it's a muscle. It's yeah. Like, you train it, you I, take yeah. care of it. Don't smoke crack. <laughs> Don't smoke no, crack. Eat is it, good advice. Right? Yeah. Over yeah. the weekend. Hey, eat the crack. <laughs> Everything in moderation. Yes. <laughs> crack just really dries your throat. Is it indeed whack as we've heard? <laughs> I don't know. I've okay. never smoked it. Okay. Um, but uh, no, that's it's it's wild because that, I mean, you, you were mentioning Janis Joplin, and I mean, that's, you know, her py- vocal power techniques are, are legendary. But mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that you, with two hours of sleep, could come in and r- rip through it like that is pretty amazing. I mean, it so, took a while to get there. Yeah, did no, you have an epiphany when you reached that point when you said, I, I'm, I'm no, here? No, because I'm still sitting here going, F. <laughs> Am I going to do this? Right, right, right. <clears throat> you know, but yeah. it's just a matter of warming up and, and, and muscle memory and doing it and having great... Having a great band. <laughs> Speaking of a great band, Steve, was it you that uh, you thought you saw somebody somebody in the band? Maybe this is erroneous information, but somebody's dad smoked weed with Bob Marley. They're right here. Get out of here, dude. Oh, Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Buddy Cash, man. He's a legend. He's a local legend. Local Tell legend. About yeah. your, your pet pig. Yeah. Pickles. He's got a pet pig. Well, he did. Pick, it's great. Yeah. Your dad? Yeah. Has a pet pig named Pickles? No, Pickles died. Oscar Myers is a new pig. I can't make this stuff up, man. Bacon one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hang on. Back up, though. I want to hear the story about your dad uh, smoking with, with Bob. How did that happen? I, I don't remember the story, to be honest with you. you well, I, I they heard both had years. pets that were pigs, and yeah. that started up a conversation. Yeah. Didn't he tell you guys the story he the other night? I, yeah. I was what is a it? little inebriated, but I think he was oh. just in Jamaica, and just his vibe brought him to... To just, Bob Marley. Yeah. If you meet Buddy Cash, you, you just kind of understand. You get it. it? Happened. You, oh, yeah. you understand. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> that is meet him. So what? What was it like growing up with a a, a, a dad like that? Who's he, he's a bass player as well. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah it's, I mean, it's, it was rock and roll. Perfect. Like, wow. I, I was doing gigs when I was like sixteen, and the whole thing, man. That's why awesome. the amazing thing of Jamaica is that yeah they listen to Bar Marley all the time. Mm-hmm. You, you think it's a, a stereotype, but they uh, they do all the freaking time. Wait, Greg. So so did your dad play in bands around Philly or? Yeah, he still does. He still does. Yeah. Did he play with the Hooters? Wait. Yeah. Because uh, I'm I'm just I found an article and it was like a quick little yeah. comment, but I can't find exactly what it says about him. But something with the Hooters. Oh, that was um. What's the name of that band? 
I can't think of it. The Hooters? No, not the Hooters. Dude, there was um, like oh, some... Baru Review? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> the I, I still live on two hours. I'll find it. I'm going to keep reading. But let's Le- talk about Led pickles. Zeppelin? Yeah. <laughs> Pickles the pig. Greg hated pickles. Really? Oh, I she hated bit that him pig. in the middle of the night. Oh, dude, she was mean, man. Apparently, apparently they're really fast. Pigs? Well, Pigs are really dude, fast. Dude, with the little stubby legs, man, it's like 60 pounds of just sheer aggression coming at you, dude. Wow. She was, and she was like extra mean. Like, I she remember like jealous. falling she asleep wanted... on the couch and she just come up and take a chunk out of my side. Man. It was messed up. <laughs> Do you know, people don't realize that, but larger pigs, they don't, like the, the mob used to do it all the time. You cut up bodies and feed them to pigs. Oh, really? Yeah. Pigs will eat kill human flesh. Yeah. Absolutely. Great well, idea. She wasn't scared, man. That's I think for she sure. wanted buddy cash all to herself. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, you were in the way. I was going to say, man, oh, she was trying to take me down. <laughs> I would love if, like, the pig was cool to Christian, but hated me. There's <laughs> <laughs> another sick, another powerful story from the band. Well, I was going to say, maybe you could segue into that strip club m- mention pickles in the song that you're going to write yeah. about that, too. Make it all come together. Yeah, just take everybody down. Man. I have an right. idea for a music video. <laughs> so how Stripper pigs. Bacon in a strip club. That's going to be the name of the song. Instead of throwing money, you just throw... Pieces bacon. of yeah, pickles. Make, make it rain bacon, yeah. <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> just us. Don't worry about Sadly, it. Sadly, we're syncing up. We didn't have a lot of sleep either, but you you two hours. Yeah. Are, are you, but uh, you, is it... I know when you're touring and when you're spending a lot of time together, you can grate on each other's nerves. Any of that? Or do you just know to go to, to, to break and go your separate Actually, way? Actually, we get along great. That's yeah. terrific. I can tell. It, yeah, it's really it's crazy. Me and uh, me and Dylan, we Shut just up, annoy everybody. <laughs> and we just talk really true. massive they, I will tell them, crap. like, okay, shh, no. Nap time. Nap, nap time. Night, night time. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, Dorothy, are you in charge? Can you uh, Can you bring the hammer down? They don't listen Definitely. to me. They don't listen they to don't you? Definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah. They, they, are, they know when it's serious, though. Like, okay, she needs to sleep just two more hours. Just shh. Don't wake it up. Okay. You know? Yeah. All right, good. They need, as long as they understand that. No, we, we get along. We're just like a family. You guys look like, I can tell. You look like you have fun, which is, I mean. It comes through. Yeah, yeah. Sub Pantene Pro-V. They have to. <laughs> nice modeling shot. Yeah. By the way, yeah, I, I understand you did a uh, you did a Playboy uh, non nude, uh, yeah. and this is when Playboy had gotten rid of the uh, the nudity in their magazine. And I don't know what's going on. Is it they're bringing or... it back? Yeah, oh, to good. some extent. Yeah. Uh, and, no one and nobody bought the magazine. Nobody bought the magazine. by seventy five percent. Thanks, Playboy. They just did a music interview on me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's no cool, right? Uh, I mean, Playboy has interviewed some of the. Uh, a lot of people laugh and. Think you're just blowing it up so you can look at the dirty, you know, the, the, the nudity. But the truth of the matter is, they, they're famous for some of the best rock interviews of all time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure, so that's, that's a bit of an honor. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Uh, we want to get one more song out of you. If you guys are cool with that. Woo! Let's do it. Is, is that good? Which one? Uh, oh, do suck my rock. I love that song. Oh, stop <laughs> it! Stop. <laughs> you know what? My rock. Yes, there it comes. Come on, with all you get started. <laughs> <laughs> Raise hell? Yeah. Rock me, rock me, man. All right, what are we doing? Dorothy, what are we doing? Let's do a raise hell. Raise, raise hell. hell. All right. This is Dorothy, everybody, on 93.3 WMMR.
Dorothy on 93.3 WNMR. Thank you so much. That is some good, soulful, gritty rock. I love it, man. Yeah. Sounds fantastic. A lot of ex-boyfriends. Yeah. <laughs> and Canadian strip club. Yes. That too. God bless them. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, thanks for coming in this morning. Thank you. Uh, continued thanks, success, and, and we'll see you back around here again sometime. Absolutely. Two hours of sleep. All right. Yes. Every time. Dorothy on 93.3 WMMR. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. Stay with us. MMR, buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Are you ready for love and ready to get engaged? Then visit Steven Singer Jewelers at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer Jewelers is now offering financing online with interest-free options available for a limited time. Get pre-qualified in seconds. Learn more at IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. It's brought to you by HERS. Pick up a specially marked bag of HERS today for a chance to win $10,000 and take your summer to the next level. Full rules and details at summer.hers.com. HERS forever good. We'll start with this disgusting footage has allegedly captured shopkeepers inflating raw chickens with their mouths Yeah, in a bit make them seem more plump. You can do that? Apparently you can. I haven't blown up a chicken. The footage is reported to have been filmed in Venezuela and claims to show men working in factories and on market stalls blowing air into the meat. So by breathing into the chickens, the sellers are able to increase the weight of the meat and therefore increase the price, it says. According to the video, the vendors take the chicken by the neck, and then they blow into the mouth for several seconds. Oh, they they use diseases. Well, they, yeah, they use their mouths. They, they hold it on the chicken neck and blow into it and plump it up. Wow, man. They that's, then, that's just wrong. They then seal off the hole to prevent any air from escaping. We're looking at uh, at video of it right now. Yeah, so they, they I guess they cut a hole in the neck. Yeah. Um, I was letting the, uh, the air out of a chicken last night, and I was like, what, uh, what's this about? So the heads are still on. Uh, they are, there are now concerns that, as well as ripping the public off, the practice of inflating chickens could spread disease. Exactly. Put in your mouth. You could get sick. You put in your mouth on raw chickens, too. Wow. Uh, the news, insane. The newspaper reported that similar instances were discovered two years ago and reported the police. What do they do for the beef? Market stalls carrying out food alterations were shut down, but the video, uh, this video seems to suggest that the scam has restarted. When the chicken is hovering up in the air on a string, yeah, check it out. Uh, let's see, a man accused of lighting brush fires in the North Carolina mountains told a federal forestry agent that he had done it because he wanted a little excitement. He said, I guessed I was a little bored. I started bored. You know how when you burn things, you get exciting? Keith Eugene Mann said when uh, confronted about the fires, according to an affidavit from Brian Souther, a special agent from the U.S. Forest Service, he said that uh, he was looking into two blazes in the far western corner of the state that appeared to have been intentionally set. Investigators found wooden matchsticks near one fire. In all, about 16 acres were scorched in the fires. 
A suspicious pickup truck had been seen driving around the rural area about the time the second fire started. South had also listened to a call placed to the 911 center from a man identifying himself as man reporting the fire. South went to man's home, sat down with him on the tailgate of the truck, talked about the fires. Man initially denied having anything to do with the blazes, but then he admitted both. All right, you got me. South said man told him he wanted to see something burn. And that his wife had recently left him, so he didn't have much to live for. Well, here's what happened. I was home, and I'd blowed up all my chickens. <laughs> but I tell you what, we these these wildfires have just been insane Crazy. this year. And Steve and I were watching video of a couple of guys trying to get out of their neighborhood. Yes. And it was terrifying. How they made it, because at certain points they are driving through walls of fire. And and at certain points they hit dead ends. Yes. They're like, okay, we got to turn around. And then you can't see because of the smoke. smoke. And it's going, it's like a five minute long video. And I mean, it looks, it, it looks insanely scary. You know, Dollywood uh, in Tennessee almost went up. Really? Yeah, because they had fires locally in the woods and uh, Dolly herself stepped in. Wow. She's an angel. Hey, a young woman who was born without a vagina has told how she hopes to become a mother following life-changing surgery to create one. Devin Merck was just 12 12 years old (laughs) when she found out that she had no vagina. 12 Uh, years old it took you all that time? um, Yeah, before they did an exploratory, you know, thing. Uh, She was diagnosed with Mayer Rotkansky Kaster Hauser Syndrome. That means no vagina. Uh, yeah, she re- the, she recently discovered that she had working ovaries, though, and She's now they, beautiful. Now they hope to have her. Uh, she hopes to have her own child via a surrogate. Uh, <laughs> surgeons create a a man made vag using skin taken from her butt, allowing her to uh, lead a normal life and be able to to uh, have sex. Um, and now so Dep- she, they're they're making a vagina out of her butt. Yeah, it's kind of already is. They, well. <laughs> No, not that part of the butt. Oh. They've taken skin. Oh. Uh, and now Devin and her husband, Trent, from Georgia, are hoping to start a family with the help of a surrogate. She said, for years, I was bullied and felt different. Kids would call me a boy and a freak, and boyfriends would disappear when they realized that I wouldn't have sex. That's not, that's just not right. Uh, but, she was not her fault. But since I met my husband, my life has changed completely. We recently discovered I have both of my ovaries, and we are hoping to have a biological child of our own. Hotspit. Pretty. Did you say hot spit? Yeah. Okay. That's very encouraging. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, I thought that was a pretty cool story. A Florida man has been arrested after breaking into his neighbor's home to pet the family cat. <laughs> I can understand this. The St. Petersburg resident Brittany Klein woke up in the middle of the night after her cat was startled. You're a pretty kitty. Uh, she said, when I opened my eyes, I could see the shadow of a man standing at the end of my bed. He was standing perfectly still. I, your kitty cat. I said hello, and when I said hello, he dropped very slowly to the ground. And as soon as I saw the shadow move down the ground, I knew that somebody was de- was there. She flipped the lights on and noticed a man crouched down at the floor of her bed petting the cat. She told the man to leave, in which he complied. The intruder, later identified as Jasper Fiorenza, had to climb over a baby gate to exit Klein's bedroom, allowing police to pull a fingerprint off of the bedroom door frame. Uh, Fiorenza attempted to return to Klein's home the following night. He was promptly arrested. Okay, so, and his reasoning was literally just to pet the cat. I think so. He now faces charges of burglary and resisting an officer without violence. 
And then finally, we will end with this. A hidden camera left in a forest to take pictures of animals in the wild captured pictures of a naked man who believed that he was a tiger after taking LSD. I'm a tiger! <laughs> Look at this! Grow! The man only identified I'm as... I'm a wild tiger! As a... <laughs> The man only identified as Merrick uh, from the Czech Republic took the drug to try and treat his depression. I'm Merrick the Tiger! <laughs> Growl! <laughs> but after taking LSD, he then ran off into the Polish forest, stripped naked, and started behaving like a tiger. I must leave you now and return to the world of tigers! Uh, later, foresters look back but at I the... I hope my message of peace lives on! They looked back at the footage to try and see if they had captured any wild animals on camera, but after watching footage of the man, uh, he handed... That's the brown the, eye of the tiger. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. the yeah. brown yeah. eye of the tiger. Yeah. It's the thrill of the fight. Uh, they handed the picture straight over to the police, who later apprehended Merrick. The 21-year-old then confessed to police that he had taken LSD. I, I'm a tiger. <laughs> I'm a tiger. I'm a tiger. Running around, tiger around, I'm a tiger, I am high. Uh, he told, then the, uh, he said he, he, it started to work immediately and that he felt he had become a Siberian tiger. Wow, that's a cool one to go for. He told police that it was then that his true personality had woken up and that he had always connected with the animal. Amazing. Uh, he added that while being high on the drug, he picked up a scent Mm-hmm. felt compelled to follow it. Uh, in eight hours, he is believed to have traveled 15 and a half miles along the Czech-Polish border. Not bad. He's hauling ass. Yeah. Uh, but because the man did not have any drugs with him, he was only fined and will not face any further charges. So, <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah this Dude, picture, pull it yeah, together. Looks straight up straight his butt. Up his ass. Yep. All right, and there you go. That is what I have for you in the Bizarre Fire. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll take one more quick break. So... Stay near, my friend. MMR and Live Nation are happy to announce the live performance drought is finally over. It's the Live In at the Drive-In Concert Series. A month of shows in the Phillies parking lot. You'll experience from your car. 93.3 WMMR and the Struts invite you to rock out live in your ride Saturday, August 22nd. The Live In at the Drive-In Concert Series. A socially awesome solution to a performance-less pandemic. Featuring the Struts and many See more. See the full schedule at WMMR.com. Tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We have a surprise appearance by a member of the President's Steve Show staff. Nick Murphy. Yay! The Daily Rush videos and all those things has popped in. How are you, Nick? Bing? I'm great. I like this music. Excellent. Good. You threw something appropriate in there. <laughs> um, and Nick and Marissa had come over and said, you know, there's something kind of interesting you guys should know. That uh, I guess one of our Daily Rush videos yeah. has all of a sudden kind of virally taken off. Yeah, just out of nowhere. We don't like, know which one it is. So. Within oh, the first like week, it just kind of like blew up. I was... Uh, so what do you want first? you want which video or just like how crazy... Viral, this thing is. Oh, give us the numbers first, and then let's find out which have, one of us is going to be completely embarrassed. I think I have another more pressing question. Why do you still wear your glasses? <laughs> <laughs> when you had lace 
plastic surgery. Dude, man, I just like the way I look. It's your look. Thing. I got it. Okay. Once yeah. we clarify that, we can move on. <laughs> However you want to present it to us, you know, because uh, we like to be surprised. All right. Well, uh, so in like the past week... Um, this video has gotten over 900,000 views. Whoa! What? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, um, it's only been up for a week or so? Uh, no, it's an older video. Oh. Okay. It's from last year. Huh. So we think it just kind of got picked up in some weird... Our golden age. ...algorithm or something, yeah. Can I ask a couple of questions? We'll see if we can narrow <laughs> yeah. it down. Okay. Okay. Does it involve a celebrity? No. Oh. So is it, Holy is it, crap, I would have naturally assumed we were yeah. talking about a celebrity. It's yeah. something show, celebrity was searched, that yeah. it came up. Yeah. Show-centric. So it's something yeah, that just sort of happened on the show, kind of organically. It's something we did, and we it, executed it. Oh, okay. Well, oh, I was we gonna, no, execute. I was going to say, is it a Steve impression? No, it's okay. uh, it's it's... Something right. we content did. kind of thing. Okay, it's hang cool. on. All right, so it's not <laughs> something that actually happened during the show. It's something we created. Uh, I mean, it happened during the show when we created it, yes. Oh, okay. Dumpster pool? No. That's what I was going to say. Good guess. Mm. Was it outside? No, it was inside in the studio. Mm. Oh, was it uh, us doing that stupid uh, fall down? uh... (laughs) (laughs) No. You know, team building. It was horrible. Team building. It was horrible. Wasn't that cake sitting? No, it wasn't cake sitting. That that was last year. That was this year. Right, right, right. Is it anything genre oriented? No, so it's not like a horror. Yeah, those or are like, like superhero. No, or... those are the things I would figure that in a search might yield. All right, I, I'm I'm flummoxed and yeah. uh, I, I have no idea. Here we go. The text coming in. Uh, ranch dressing. No, but that okay. one's doing really well. All People right. really like that one a lot. But no, no real rhyme or reason for this. I think there's definitely a reason for okay. it. Okay. <laughs> is it sexual? Is it having to do with Kathy? It's sexual. All right. Oh, what is it? Sexual. Sexual. It's our penis painting party. Penis oh! painting party. You got to be kidding me. Definitely not the one I would have thought. <laughs> but no. wow. now that it happened, I'm kind of not surprised. <laughs> I thought that kind of came and went. And so did I. Yeah, and we, it we... was gone. And uh, yeah, wow. so to bring you up to speed, if you didn't know, we had uh, we had a bunch of ladies from our no sorority kidding. sisters come in. And we did kind of one of those, you know, paint a treasure or, yes. uh, you know, Paint and sip, whatever they're called. I forgot all the, right. the names of the places. Paint and draw D's. And, and <laughs> so we had them come in. We poured some wine. And then we had some male models, male strippers, totally, completely naked. Completely. And aroused. Uh, they were ready for action. And in fact, they were taking a, a pride in getting themselves yeah, they were. engorged. So they, uh, uh, the ladies painted them. So they were standing there naked for a couple hours like, oh, yeah. in, in an aroused state. Uh, and by the way, when Nick Murphy was, <laughs> was first editing the video and he used pixelation on their genitals, I saw the first rough cut. I'm like, dude, that you know. Like more? even me, I'm saying no. It's it's so <laughs> clearly obvious that these guys and they were they were hung. And they they were completely so and funny, and man. it was very similar to just uh, to what occurred just the other day. Nick Murphy and I are in the uh, the office and uh, he is editing the porn footage of Chuck uh, Barry farting in the hooker's face, <laughs> That's uh-huh. right. and we have the actual footage and we're trying to refine. The, uh, yeah, the way it's pixelated. What can we get away with? <laughs> so, Nick, where was this picked up? Like, do you know what sites uh, it's coming from? Uh, Marissa and I were trying to figure out. We don't think it's a site. I think it's like a YouTube kind of thing. I think okay. that people are looking at videos that are of similar content. and then What's, what's the title on it? Is it Penis Party? Yeah, it's a penis painting party. Well, that's going to be one of the things. On a search, that's going to... Penis yeah. Party? Yeah. I think it's the description. I take a lot of pride in the descriptions yeah. that I write for these. So, I, I wrote, we have a classy painting party... <laughs> 
dot, 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 <laughs> with dudes with giant wangs. <laughs> so I think that has something to do with it. I'm wow. sure that in the search parameters... Giant Wangs is going to get a great response. <laughs> well, if you haven't seen it, I just bumped it back up to the top on uh, on PrestonSteve.com. So if uh, you're interested in seeing this <laughs> penis painting party, you can now do so. Interesting. Uh, does this end up um, uh, boosting other Daily Rush numbers? Yeah, totally. So we, we, we kind of see like this overall bump and like people finding that and be like, and you know being like, oh wow, I like this content. I'm going to see what else we have. So yeah, I, all all over, we're kind of like. Doing getting, pretty well? Yeah, we're getting a good bump. All I love right. it. Excellent. So I uh, just throw a couple of wangs in any video and we're good I, to go. Yeah, I think, yeah. I, I don't know, maybe next year's calendar could, uh, yeah, yeah. could kind of come this way. Nothing but wangs. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, this text says, wow, because that was some of the worst radio you guys ever did. <laughs> <laughs> Signed Bill West. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, thank you. That's, uh, that's a pleasant little surprise, Nick. We appreciate it. Yeah, man. no problem. Thank you, guys. What's what's coming up uh, in the near future? Do you uh, well, we just put that, uh, that Chuck Berry one up. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's a Lindsay Lohan one up. <laughs> that I'll be putting up today that I think will okay. be pretty funny. Excellent. All right, thank you, Nick Murphy. Yeah. Hey. Video uh, wizard that he is. and Well, it's funny because I, I had no idea it was, <laughs> that it was going to pertain to that particular subject or that video. But I do have something that uh, kind of falls in line with that. It's uh, a sexual in nature, if you will. Oh, boy. I know, Bill. Calm down, Bill. Uh, but I don't... Um, Repetition and graphic. I don't... I don't... <laughs> Those are the parameters. You can't repeat it, and you can't get graphic. <laughs> I don't go on Reddit. I am not a... Do you have to be... I hate Reddit. Do you? I, I, I can't say I hate it because I don't use it enough to really d- develop an opinion. When I'm sent things on Reddit, the page looks like it's computer data. I yeah. agree. I, I, I'm I'm confused yeah. by the format of it. I, I know what you People mean. People enjoy the I... forum aspect of it, though. They, they enjoy the yes. conversation and... Um, there's a Preston and Steve Reddit out there, and so people sort of use that as a way oh. to talk about us and things that are going on on the show. And so and I got our wang painting parties, wang painting parties. I mean, Reddit is um, in uh, like Twitter in that you can post whatever you want. So um, sometimes it takes a little bit of criticism, but it's an open forum, so you can put porn on Reddit and nobody will delete it. Huh. Okay. Um, so uh, Reddit, by the way, and they have interesting, you know, uh, forums and and uh, story not storylines, but uh, lines of questions and answers and so forth, and yeah. that rolled down that. And I saw one online recently uh, that is some of the they rounded up some of the most cringeworthy things that people on Reddit have said or been told during the act of copulation. <laughs> now uh, we we've sex. we've had a few. I mean, there's the classic thing with which Casey, you know, very generously offered up candid lady. I'm going to make you. Feels so, Feel so feels good. So good, yeah. Um, which I think is sort of a standard thing somebody might utter. But I, yeah. you know, when hormones are raging during that moment, your um, your brain starts to disconnect. And I imagine you might say some very stupid stuff. But I make you feel so good. Oh, I make God. you feel so good. And she laughed at you, right? No. She <laughs> just looked at me like, don't, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, are you going to leave? <laughs> so these are either ones, some of them indicate whether they said it themselves or someone else said it back to them. And right. other ones just say, this is the weirdest thing. So like one person said during the act, they looked at the other person and said, you have the eyes of the devil. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, what? that's probably not. As a compliment? I don't know. Why would you say that? Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, he, her name was Rosemary. Here's an now. This is uh, Kathy. Are you on Reddit? Cause, no, uh, no, no. She's well, strictly Pornhub. Because it's... apparently, in the middle of sex, somebody somebody said, "Stop sweating on me." Well, yes, <laughs> that's like... we were talking about that yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. we were talking about the, the things that that, that are uh, part of the uh, the the stepping stone <laughs> process 
of of things that you reveal are that are disgusting that are you're, that are done with a new girlfriend or boyfriend. I think sweat is a good indicator of a great <laughs> encounter, a vigorous session. Yeah, I think what you don't want is when you're both sweating. That's mm-hmm. that's a great. You're going at it. It's yes. wonderful. If you're just there and you're a a, a pig, yeah, it's not so good. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree. That's why you have to share the workload. Yeah, gotta let somebody else do a little bit of the work as well. That's so why I get, leave a curling bar at the edge of so the they bed. They get sweaty too. Yeah. All right. Um, so I'm going to paraphrase just so Bill doesn't wig out on this one. Don't but, repeat and don't be too graphic. Um, this woman wrote, a guy blamed me for his inability to keep and, you know. Yeah, to keep in the game. Oh, solid. Uh, because my nanny hoo-hoo was too shallow. You mean, you mean didn't really want to discuss books or literature, <laughs> mostly pop culture, talked about the Kardashians a lot? Um, and she said, I obsessed about how shallow I was for months afterward, convinced that I was deformed. I know someone who had a similar thing just said in passing, and and it impacted them. A, a, a girl, a friend of mine who was a, not a girlfriend, but a friend, a very good friend who was a girl, and it stuck with her for years. And you can't imagine the kind of impact Something like that said in passing. Oh, that's kind of like, oh, you you know, you're small. Like if you said that to a guy. Well, yeah. And, then, and then, yeah, I just high five. And so, yeah, yeah, I agree. But uh, but otherwise, uh, in this case, this really oh, I haunted never, her. I never heard of this. Yeah. Uh, you're in a see. moment of passion. You're very vulnerable. And, and someone tells you something like that. You're so shallow. Yeah, you're so shallow. <laughs> All right. Here's one oh. that. Uh, you're very large, large, large. I like this one. Then this guy admitted it himself. He said <laughs> he was at the moment of completion and yeah. he yelled, I kill people. <laughs> what? That's what odd. Does that mean? <laughs> he said she got confused and started, uh, stared at me really wide eyed. And he doesn't indicate why he said that. In his defense, it was Ted Bundy. Was that? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he was legitimately saying something on his resume. He, li- he literally was killing people. Uh, so I, what, I, that what, would weird me out. What makes you, th- is that your declaration? I kill them with my vigorous sexual prowess? That's probably. I don't even know what that. I, I kill people. Right. right. Like, I'm a hired assassin. Marissa <laughs> was dating that guy and they were at the casino and he hit the jackpot and he turns around and he goes, you're a whore. That's right. Sometimes <laughs> like, you just say things. What? Like, to me, that seems an indicator of emotional issues. That's, I forgot about when that. You're, when your, your joy is synonymous <laughs> with labeling your date a whore. That's right. He, he, wanted... spun, he spun the, the wheel, wheel of fortune. fortune. Yeah. It landed on the 20, which is like there's only one on the yeah. entire board. It lands on the 20, turns around and goes, you are a whore. <laughs> Loudly. <laughs> Over, I think he won a thousand bucks. He's yeah. just excited, right? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but then when you have. Ah, the real feelings come yeah, out. When Marit- you know, though, when you have a fight, the best thing is the makeup cheese. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's right, the cheese. <laughs> Uh, here's another one. It says my ex. She says my ex had a vantage point to notice that my roots needed a touch up, and told me. And the decided it would be a good time to verbalize that observation. Hmm. Yeah, guys, per- perfect. Comment on what's not up to snuff on your partner during intercourse. That's I'm weird. assuming this was in uh, uh, doggy time. Yeah, and uh, your goes, roots are just a wreck, girlfriend. <laughs> and your split ends are really killing it for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. This one's... Okay. Not too graphic. Don't repeat. (laughs) Just say it one time. 
Uh, I'm going to leave a word out. Uh, okay. Well, well no, it's like Mad Libs. Is I'm it gonna, an adjective, a noun? Well, I'm going to say the word swallowed, but I'm not going to say anything else around it. Okay. That would indicate Enough anything. Said. So I think you can, yeah. anyhow. Right after that, she said, you drink too much soda. <laughs> so it was carbonated? Straight. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is bubbly. I don't get that. Uh, I know. Yeah. No, I, I, oh, oh, would oh, be sweet. all right. Okay. So yes. anyhow, uh. you drink too much soda. He said straight faced. Okay. And I was kind of offended. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you be offended? I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, well, uh. too graphic. Yeah. yeah. I want to ask a question, but I don't know. If... Nah. Write, write it, it down. All right. Write it down and I'll, I'll answer it. Nobody will know the, <laughs> yeah. Nobody will know the question. Right. It's like Jeopardy. Here's another one, and this is a woman. Uh, a guy said to her in the middle of the act, "Yeah, call me daddy. Call me daddy. She said, uh, that's a lady boner killer. There are many uh, people, and, and the, you know, who's your daddy, who's your daddy, all that stuff. There are many people that don't want to be reminded of their parents. Leave mom and dad During in intimacy. Yeah. You're just like Aunt Marge. <laughs> no. Really? No. <laughs> She's got a hook for a hand. Call me grandma. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like Uncle Slappy. <laughs> uh, Nick is writing down his question. Is All right. that lengthy? No. No. Okay. Oh, Here's I... uh, page one. And is it worth it? Follow-up question. Oh, okay. Uh, I would. Can I answer it? Sure. I would say yes, because remember when you guys uh, tasted... Chuck's wife's breast milk, mm-hmm. and you could. She had gone out drinking the night before, and taste the vodka. You guys tasted a little bit of the alcohol. I've heard that eating asparagus can. Uh, I know it changes the smell of your urine, but it apparently tastes. I've heard, heard the same properties that no, cause that to happen would 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 cause the yeah. former to happen. Pineapple. Yeah. Also, also, chicken. Really? Chicken? Yes. So what you really want is pineapple on chicken. I have oh. I have clearly tasted chicken a few times. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I gotta get me to Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we had a text uh, We're safe, right? I mean we're yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chicken. We've been very vague. Not too specific. And a guy texts in and says one time, or a girl texts in, one time a guy was finished and said, Daddy's done. Daddy's oh, done? No. no. Show me your report card. <laughs> Anything that, that brings you into that child, parent, incestual, it's, it, that, to me that is just, uh, that's bizarre and yeah. troubling. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Uh, here's one. He says this guy. He said he was he was reaching near the end, and he said, "I exclaimed, I love you more than cooked food. <laughs> All right. I love you more than cooked food." What, what does that mean? I think there's no blood in your head at that point, and and you're you're just words are just being. It's it's basically like a ransom note that's been clipped together. You're speaking in tongues. Yeah, you're uh, like a snake handler. He said she paused for a moment and peered at me and then all resumed and then we never spoke of it again. <laughs> I love you more than cooked food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the guy said, and you know how much I love cooked food. Now, I don't know if this is a, a man or a woman because these they just use the uh, the Reddit usernames. 
But apparently in the middle of the act, this person said, oh, sorry, I guess I fell asleep for a bit there. Oh, man. Wow. That really makes you feel like you're rocking their world when you have time for a nap. It had to have been a woman. I want to say... Have you ever had that happen? I think, yes. I think that may have happened one time. So when alcohol is involved... That is the rogue element. You can pass out. And I remember girlfriend. Let me make sure I say that. Girlfriend. And, uh, yeah, I was like, are you, you know, if you're not into this, I'll just kind of bail, you know, we can, we can rejoin tomorrow morning. There are also times when you're doing it and, and it is so late and say, if you're doing it on a, during the week or like, you know, it's been a particularly long day. So let's say it's a Friday for us. I'm up at three 50 and I'm straight through to whatever you're, you're going to get a little drowsy. Yeah. I'm not sure I would fall asleep though. Well, because your head keeps hitting the backboard, <laughs> it's hard to fall asleep. This texter said, one time my a-hole husband told me to call him Alan Thick." <laughs> huh. But that could work. Thick, Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, we've had people, that, it was like a, a, an assignment in America for the show. Yeah. You yell out Preston and Steve, right? That and we, we had a, a few takers. People recorded it. We should yeah. do that again. Um, Sure. Hey, go for it. You know, Alan Thicke passed away recently. It might be kind of a, yeah. a good celebration of his life. Alan Thicke. Somebody was texting in, Steve, there was a bit on uh, SNL not too long ago with Aziz Ansari. You sent me the video of it. Hilarious. Which? They were they were doing dirty talk. Yes. Oh, it was hilarious. And she she's was, not good at it. She was not good at yeah. it. She was saying the wrong things like bringing family into it and all this other stuff. He's like, no. We have the audio. Do we? We should. Because uh, I remember I, I had it sent over. Check for it. It's it's the the new girl on the show, and she's really funny. Uh, and then the last one I saw on this list of, of inappropriate or cringeworthy things <laughs> that people have said or been told during uh, the act of intimacy. Uh, this female said a guy told her, bark like a dog, bark like an effing dog. And then her response was, um, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's what makes me feel comfortable. Yeah. Another great sequence in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, where the, he's there with the girl, and she goes, hi. And he goes, hi. Oh, God. Yeah. And she goes, hi. Again, he goes, hi. <laughs> and she does it one more time, and he goes, could you please stop saying that? <laughs> and then she goes, do you want to gag me? <laughs> yeah. And he goes, do you have a gag with you? <laughs> yeah. You can gag me if you want. Well, I kind of want to now. Um, it's, it's, it's nice. Is it, do you consider that a, an essential part of intimacy? The, the, the talk? No, it's not, not for at me. all. No. no. If it happens, that's fine. Yeah. But it's not a necessity. There are some people who crave that, who no. want the, um, narration. I've, I've never, uh, they want a book on tape. No, I've never, that's never been. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I I can't be creative in that moment. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm just. Well, it's, um, it, that's why the, the porn banter is always so bad. The, oh, my uh, God. You know, touch that blank. Yeah. You know? It's horrible. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a bad hip hop song. I, I have been. Uh, I, I was called the wrong name one time. Were you? That was interesting. Was <gasps> the wrong name the name of a former? Yes. Oh, oh my no. God. What'd you do? I go, what did you call me? What? And, and she, she just goes, no, nah, never mind. And then called you Casey. I, I didn't want an explanation <laughs> of it right then because I'm a guy. I didn't yeah. get crazy offended. And just, no. Well, how dare you? Yeah. I'm like, can we finish? And then we'll talk yeah. about it later on. I'm really upset, but let's finish. But yeah, it was, it was a former boyfriend, which that didn't bother me because it we, happens. It, it was new in our relationship. Yeah. I mean, we had just been dating for less than a month. So I was like, okay. Like, yeah, sorry. 
And we had a girl yell out the name of my dog. And that oh. was troubling. Oh, dear yeah, God. Yeah. <laughs> Clementine? Yeah, Clem. <laughs> Great Dane. No, it, um, the, you're, you're, it's funny because as all the emotions and hormones and everything is raging, you're l- less likely to be coherent. But everything is, that is said is going to carry much, much more weight because of that. Some of these texts are crazy. Had a guy, had a guy friend uh, who was with his wife and finished and yelled, hot soup. <laughs> hot soup! That's dirty talk for Bill. He said, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Soup. <laughs> Minis- Minestrone. Minestrone, chicken noodle. Chowder. Chowder. Yeah. Soup is sexual. <laughs> soup is dirty. Gets all over the floor. Gets on the pillows. Soup's bad. <laughs> I miss Twenty. <laughs> Stevie wakes up having a nightmare about it. What? What, honey? You're bathed in sweat. I had a bad dream. Third leg of the stool. Open barn door. <laughs> What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> he just blurts him out. <laughs> oh, dear God. Okay. Anyhow. I uh, thought this was kind of interesting, and uh, maybe it's uh, reminding you of some moments that you had uh, back in the day. Oh, we do have that? We yeah. Talk. Yep. Okay. Let's uh, play some of this. This is from SNL, the, the dirty talk bit with Aziz. Aziz, I'm sorry. What's up, you dirty girl? Yeah. What's up, you freaking alcoholic? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Babe, let's not bring up my old demons, you know? I mean, I'm more sensitive about that. Just be, like, a little mean to me. Okay. What's up, bitch? I make more money than you. Okay. (laughs) That's kind of another sore spot for me, bro. You know? Let's keep it simple. How about you just call me daddy? Okay. Mm, you like that? Oh, yeah. Dad, do me, Dad. <laughs> One second. Wait. Maybe don't say Dad, because Dad, it, it just it just sounds like you're talking about your real dad. You know, like your biological dad. Maybe, um, maybe you just need a little structure, you know? I'm a little role-playing, huh? Mm. Mm, here, I'll lead us off. Well, hello, young lady. Are you here after class for some extra tutoring? Oh, yeah, I am. Because I have a learning disability. That is a great bit. Oh, God. All right, anyhow, try some of that out this weekend, why don't you? Hey, we're going to take a quick break. Be back in a moment. Bless you. Why do you ask? God smack. Green Day. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WNMR. This is Jay Ferry. 
I'm back, bitches. You are yeah. back. Yeah, I'm back, and I came here to see these gold clubs. God dang, I can hardly concentrate. <laughs> What's happening behind me right now? It's, it's all for you, man. It's hard when there's when it's, when it's butt cheeks behind you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. My ADD acting up. I'm sorry. I'm when, like, oh, 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 let's look. When uh -huh. you were coming up and in, uh, in doing a, a comedy starting early, I know I, I did comedy for a little bit, and occasionally you'd end up playing a like a strip club or something. Did you, oh, did you ever yeah. do your share of that stuff? Did I do a strip club? No, I think I did like a Chinese food restaurant. Yeah, that was yeah, that was fun. A Chinese restaurant? Yeah, having just having people getting eaten pork ribs <laughs> <laughs> while you sitting there trying to tell jokes in the pork ribs. You can't beat a pork rib. I'm sorry. <laughs> no matter They're how not, funny you no, are. No matter how funny, no joke is going to be the pork rib. I mean, if or, or orange sesame chicken, because that's amazing as well. Yes. <laughs> can't put a joke up against no orange chicken. Get out of here. You lose in Chinese. Every, you win. every time. I think you're right. Yeah, man. You yeah. just, you will not, you will not win. You know what's funny? Let's talk about it, folks. Let's, Let's talk ahead. about it. Yeah. Uh, dude thought I was Michael Che this morning. Last interview I did. Uh, John DeBella? John DeBella yeah, thought yeah. I was Michael no. Che. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. He was like, hey, hey, uh, yeah, good job on the RNC. I was like, <laughs> oh, no. I was like, yeah, man. I don't, I, we do talk about this. Yeah. I don't remotely get that. Because, no. Because... I don't think you look a friggin' thing like Michael Che. I don't, man. Yeah. So and Michael Che can't post shirtless pics on his Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be the same reaction. Michael Che is That's Joey. Well, you're a, you, now you've, we were talking about this, too. Yeah, I follow man. you on Instagram and, and Twitter, yeah. and you post a lot of pictures. Oh, you've been getting jacked. Let's, let's take it. Let's take let's, it off. Let's see what you got. All right. Jacket's coming off. Let's get started. Okay. All right. Let's, let's see. Let's see. Let's, the, check, let's check the pecs. Right. Damn. First, the pecs are nice. You know what I'm saying? I saw bench pressing again. Let's check the at. Well, I'm not gonna lift my shirt up right now. <laughs> no, you know I mean if you can look, if you can feel, wow. I got like that. My definition <laughs> is crazy. I got yeah, that. Here you go. Look at that. Oh, you got the oh, snap. There it is. You're yeah. like Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, man. man. Oh no, come on. I can read better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk trash about Floyd Mayweather. No. I was on. I did an interview with Floyd Mayweather. I was on Who Kids Show. Yeah. And I interviewed him, and I said, I was like, Yo, I said, I know. I said, Floyd is so good hearing you talk on this phone, and you know what I mean because I, you know, I, I didn't agree, and I did not believe when people told me that that she couldn't read your contracts. I was. Like, like, no. He was like, uh, 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 that's a good joke. <laughs> and I was like, oh, snap. I said, I got away with it. Got away with it. He, but, uh, yeah, he was cool. He, he was is, cool. he is a, he is the, I, I, dude, that dude impressed me as just a loose cannon. Like, oh, he is gosh. ready to go. Now, he's, now the word is he's going to fight Conor McGregor, right? Uh, is, is that, is he going to fight him or is that? he going to, is he just going to do that shoulder lean thing where he just, <laughs> where he just like dodges the whole show? I'm like, man, we don't want to see dodge. You throw a punch. Yeah, they're, they're, they're talking about, you, you've seen it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that he's, that, uh, he's going to fight Conor McGregor. By the end of the year. By the saying, end of the year. Possibly. Because, I mean, he's man, undefeated. No. Four that, years old. If, if he tries mm. it, uh, Conor McGregor, I mean, listen, and I, uh, not to get into full discussion, but, uh, you know, he couldn't beat him in a boxing, uh, under boxing rules, in a boxing match, and there's no way Mayweather could beat McGregor in a UFC fight with UFC rules. It's just it's two yeah. completely different animals. I mean, look, man, you would, if you want to beat Floyd Mayweather, you got to shoot him in his kneecaps. So okay. <laughs> yeah, just do shoot him in his kneecaps. And he'd be like, oh, oh, you just punch him in the face. He'd be like, there you go. Yeah. Is that legal? Is that can you do that in the UFC? Shoot him in the kneecaps? I mean, come on, man. You've seen <laughs> I, if, if a kick to the side of the face is legal, I'm yeah. sure I would rather take a, a shot to the kneecaps than a kick to the side of the face. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll take that any day. I want my ear looking. 
looking like a, a, a pork dumpling. Because <laughs> that's how they look. You ever see right. these guys? You are right. These guys' ears look like the troll under the bridge. You know what I'm talking about? Like the Billy Goat's gruff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's how they look. We've had I'm we've, like, how to, I like the pork dumpling. That yeah. is that is spot on. It, man. It, doesn't it look like yes. that? Yeah, and it's yeah. a point of pride for them. They, yeah, they're they're proud. Look at his that. ear. Look yeah. at his ear. That thing looks like it's busting. It's gonna bust with gooey gooeyness any minute. Put a little soy sauce on that. It's <laughs> 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 some soy sauce. Hot pocket. Every time, <laughs> every time I see their ears, I'll be sick. Yo, Colin McGregor, isn't that uh, isn't that Ronda Rousey's boyfriend? Is no. that him? No, no. no, no, no. No. There's another one that's Ronda Rousey's Ronda Rousey's boyfriend. I, I got real, I got real tight with them, and I, I especially. Are I got, you into you into the sport? You into just to begin with? Yeah, yeah, yeah man. I like UFC, dude. I'm sad that she. I'm sad that she lost again, man. I was yeah. rooting for her. So, what do you think the word is? They're saying that she's. Um, they don't think she's gonna go back to it. She's gonna. She's gonna retire. Do you What's think she gonna do? Is she gonna be a librarian? You can't. <laughs> what are you gonna do now? I, open up a chain of Ronda Rousey um, restaurants, gyms, gyms, <laughs> not restaurants, gyms, pork dumpling place. Come on, man! You'd be like, "Yo, man, let me see, let me, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna show you how to get knocked out." I don't know. Yeah, it was, Ronda it was, Rousey's great. I love her. She's yeah. dope. Her She's, boyfriend's name is uh, Travis Brown. Travis Brown. Yeah, yeah. I was so sad because you know what I mean. I ain't gonna lie to you, people. I wanted to smash. I ain't even gonna lie. You know what smash means, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nah, smash, man. Me, yeah. you wanted to no pull out. That's all I wanted to do. Oh. That's what I wanted to do to Ronda yeah. Rousey. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're gonna have a super baby. It's gonna be like all, all fit and it's gonna do voices and be funny. <laughs> Who's gonna stop this kid? He can joke anybody. <laughs> because if they get mad, you just whoop their ass. Like, no problem. Can I say ass? Yes, I say absolutely. Okay. Yeah, you can say you smash, say you can say ass. I can say, well, smash is not really that bad. You see, you know, in our vernacular, too, there's a little there's a little split though, because taking a Smash is taking a crap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never smash. heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All oh, these rock and roll terms. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But you, you go between hip hop and rock pretty well. You, I do. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. You know what? I'm a, I'm a fan. You know, yeah. I'm so glad that the Smashing Pumpkins are having a reunion. Yeah, I'm gonna be, I want to be at the show, man. Just nice. the world is a vampire. Set to That used to creep me out when I was a little kid. But now watching, I was like, oh, that was so awesome. Man. <laughs> it was so dope. Like, did what's his name? Billy uh, Corgan. Corgan. Billy Corgan. Yeah, yeah, man. And we and I, I feel a connection with Billy Corgan because How so? uh, because we both got our asses whipped by our fathers. So you know, <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, that's know. why he made that song. Jesus was the only son for you. <laughs> you think that comes with somebody with a ni nice house? No. <laughs> that's somebody with some issues. He's right. got issues. Like, yo, he's saying that Jesus was the perfect son for. For his father. Wow. He couldn't, oh. like, that's what he was Dude, saying. That, I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. So, like, so life at home was similar wow. for you? Yeah, dude. Oh, man. I got knowledge. Oh, I, Thank you. I just get, oh, man. But I love my pop, man. He's, he's so funny. But back in the day, uh, I think, I don't know. Were you afraid? Were you, was it a case where you were always afraid of him? Oh, I was real afraid until I got taller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, things going to change around here. Do <laughs> you remember that first time when you yeah. realized, I can take my father? Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. Well, yeah. It, well, taller than him. I still can't take him. He'll shoot me in my kneecap. 
Yeah. That's where I got it from. <laughs> that's where you uh, got that training. That's where I got that training. But yeah. but no, I remember when I got taller than him, he was standing on his tippy toes and all of the all of the pitches trying yeah. to look taller. I was like, sit down, Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> Just get out. It's a bittersweet thing because you've looked up to your dad for yeah. so long and then you say, Do you know what I mean? It's the- Yo, it's the same thing when you, it's the same thing, like, when you're younger and your dad t- takes a shower with you, and you're like, wow, this thing is huge. And you get older, and you're like, wait, we the same size. You, know like, you were hey, taking showers happened? with your dad when you got older? Hey, man. No, nah, not when I got older. I just, I just saw it. Like, I walked in. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, wait, the map. That's not a mammoth. <laughs> you don't go back and go, pop, for old times sake. Yeah, let's yeah. take a shower. Hey, hey, man, hey. I know I'm, hey, man, I know I'm 29, but uh, let's, uh, let's take the shower Quick. <laughs> Nothing weird. I'm just trying to relive some of my childhood. Just to make sure my junk's bigger. Yeah. Jay, I'm, I'm, looking, at, I'm huh? looking at your Instagram account right now. Oh, and and the, the, the profile pic that you have is, uh-huh. are you doing like a Bill Cosby face in that? Is that um, what that is? You know what? Like, mm. I kind of was. I kind of was doing it a little bit, just looking up. <laughs> Yeah. Just doing it like this. And then uh I was I guess I was doing the Eddie Murphy doing the Bill Cosby. Okay, thing. Eddie Murphy doing the Ed- all right, yeah. But you know, that's a nice that that is a nice picture right there. It, it is so inviting. Well, my other one looked like a UFC picture. Like, I was going to kick your ass. Like, a couple years ago, the uh, picture I, that they used to use, yeah. it I, was like... I'll tell you what, man. You follow you. I love when you... You are very active on Instagram. Yeah, you, yeah, you do yeah. a lot of crowd work. You get shots of the audience at your shows. Yeah. And it's it's just... You do it right. You use yeah. it... To, you promote it in a way that's not like... Jesus Christ, enough already. It's, right. it's fun. It's engaging. And I'm like, yo, man, we got another one. We got another standing ovation. Bow, let's do it. <laughs> I have fun with my crowd, man. Literally, it's one of the fun. It's one, it's one of the most fun live shows you'll ever see. You haven't seen me in three years, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good mm-hmm. God, man. You, you, well, you've had you. Now let, let's let's take it back a little bit because yeah. the SNL thing happened, right? So, okay, once and for all, was that a was that a termination or were you leaving? Because I know you're working on this this show, this Jamie Foxx produced show. Yeah, I got White Famous, and you know they they. This they the name of the show is White Famous. Yeah, they weren't yeah. they weren't uh, up to working with the schedule of it, and you know they were like, "Well, you go ahead and do that." I was like, "All right, well, cool, I'm out, bye." Well, and so it's totally cool, congenial. Oh, yeah, 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 no, no, it ain't no bad. It's no it's no bad blood between yeah. and SNL. To be honest, I, mean, I I thought this honestly. We said right from the get go when you first. Came on the show, I was like, this guy is amazing. I mean, oh, you, you know, thank you, man. And, and not only just, you weren't just impressions, you were, the comedic acting was there. You, yeah. the, the, and that was all solid. So it was, it was, um, it was weird that they didn't, you know, the old classic SNL thing, they didn't use you a lot. Yeah. They did, you got locked into the Obama thing. Yeah. But here's the thing, though, and I think it started happening last year. Um, I did a I did that comedians meeting. Yeah, 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 which is very funny. Yeah, well, yeah. thank you, man. And then it got like, oh, they put it on global. They didn't put it on global, but global TV put it up, and it got like thirty three million hits. Yeah, now that's more than anything that they get on YouTube or anything. So right. I, it might have been like, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute, why is he getting these numbers? <laughs> why aren't we getting these numbers? <laughs> Damn it, we got to get Pharaoh out. It could have been something like that, but it's but I don't. But it was just, you know, my stuff pops, man. It, when I when I when I put something up, it just pops. If they just if people let me do what I do, right, you know right. Saying? So I mean, you know, you, you could that that could be threatening or whatever, what have you. But you know, there's, just, there's, there's such a fast fascination, Jay, with with yeah. SNL. You, you'll always be part of that, definitely that community and that whole thing. But yeah. 
you know, as it's, we always get the impression because we had uh, John Ranitsky in his, and he was, oh, yeah. he was just, he was like a flash, and the guy was in, he was excited, yeah. he was thrilled, and they got rid of him, and then uh, Taron uh, yeah. killed him. I just talked to him yesterday. Yeah, My so. boy, shout out to Taron Kill. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was weird, but I mean, they they do say, it, everyone says it's tough getting stuff on. Yeah. It's very cutthroat. It's, it's very political over there. You know, they have their, you know, they have their favorites, you know, that they play to. Yeah, know, yeah. And, you know, they have the people that, you know, are able, and they'll just be like, well, well we don't we don't know. <laughs> don't you know? Right. People hey. are laughing. Yeah. yeah. This world, I, had a, I had a skit, this world star hip-hop skit. I know. <laughs> I, hang on. It's a little distracting. <laughs> yeah. when the, the ladies of the gold club, I saw a nipple behind you. That's why yeah. I was looking over that yeah. way, Jay. Jay's yeah, having man. a good time. Yeah. I'm, just, um, I'm just over here. I was like, y'all, y'all don't know how much porn I watch, D. Kitty <laughs> and Mandy are mounting each other it's, on our Yeah, they, they, they doing something. This is, a, <laughs> this is a snow mountain over here. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is cold mountain over here. This is button on top of butt on top of Okay, now you're pulling it down. Okay, all right. That's what's up. Let me stop talking. I know some of my church members probably listening. <laughs> Jay, I have a question. What he's, he's just, you, were, you were saying something about a, a, a skit. Right, right, right. The, and, I said I had this skit, this, uh, I had this work. Well, I'm a, no, 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 no. Let me tell you, let me give you, let me give you a chunk of information. Okay. That is very, very prolific. Okay. Now, in 2009, I did this character called Chuck Obama. Mm-hmm. That's Barack Obama's subconscious. Chaco Mama. Chaco Mama, right? Great. Great concept. Everything the president is thinking. Yeah. He wants to say, but he can't say it. Sounds right? very familiar. Came, came 2010, got on SNL, presented it to them. Hey, man, I got this idea. I think it could be really dope. I think it will pop. It's funny. Well, we don't know. Uh, you know, we kind of did the Rock Obama. I was like, but it's not the same thing, though. I was like, look, I don't even have to do the voice. I just want to do the sketch with, with Fred. Yeah. I said, just let me be his subconscious. It will, it will work. No, we don't know. We don't know. Talk to Fred. Fred, love Fred, love uh, love everybody on the show. I said, man, what do you feel? Well, I don't know. I don't feel really comfortable. I said, all right, cool. 2011 came. What happened? Key and Peele. Key and Peele. Key and Peele do it. Translator. Huge. Swear to God. Swear. It went, and now it got nominated for what? It got nominated for, for, uh, for, for an, Emmy. An Emmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for writing. All that missed stuff. The, missed, missed a chunk. Like, if they would have done, if we would have done that. It's got to kill you. It's got to kill you. Like, Man, I was like, "Yo, I had the, <laughs> I had Pillsy the Pillsbury Doughboy." <laughs> he was like Pillsbury Doughboy, but he was burnt. Yeah, so <laughs> he, had, he had like he had like uh, he had like Tourette syndrome or something like that. So he was like prior. So I did I had the prior voice to him and everything. They'd be like, "I don't want you touching my ass because if you touch me, there's gonna be some problems." What you think I'm a cookie, bitch? <laughs> I ain't no cookie. And they were like, "Yeah, we know." No, oh, man. I was like, dude, this was like these were like the early years. These were like this was like the first. I had like Jesus Christ, I, I picked know. so much stuff. Is Why it because would you, you pass were new? On that? Is it because you were new and they just you know maybe? Yeah. So who says no when when you come up with the Pillsbury Doughboy skit and then that's hilarious and it's I mean, making it's you laugh? The, you know, it's just the you know it's the writers. I mean, it's the is it the writers or is it more of a production uh, type thing? Like the people who kind of are like write under Lauren. Do you know what the, the, the bitch of it though, Jay? Is that you? Is that the show's been on for decades. It's a, it's a juggernaut. You can't say, well, I can help you get 
popular. It, it already right. is. Yeah. So everybody's got their thing, and they got the right to it. Yeah. But uh, but you, you wonder about how many great bits might have been missed over the years. Yeah. Because they've gone through some lean times where the the critics and the and the viewers are like, this is not working. Right. You know, and it's 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 a tough deal. But so now you got the thing with Jamie Foxx. Yeah. I uh, white famous. And, yeah. and what's what? Where does that stand? I knew it was green lit and ready to go. Is, yeah. is it? Where we're about is it to start. Up? We're we're well. We're all the writers are getting. We're getting all the writers together right now. But um, it's uh, yeah, man. I think I think in the next few months we're gonna start we're gonna start shooting it. Excellent. If you're just jumping and, uh, in, it's Jay Farrow who's and I'm up. starring in it. Now yeah. with that, yeah, are you playing Jamie Fox or a Jamie Fox like character? It's not nah, Jamie. Uh, just it, it's not it's not gonna be an impression of Jamie Fox or, or yeah. any of those folks. It's, it's basically. But I mean, it's, it's the it's the story of all of the young black comedians that were on the Chitlin circuit who were trying to break into the industry. Wow, that's what it is. Like I, I did the same thing. Like I was on the Chitlin circuit doing those uh doing shows at at, at restaurants like Queen of the Sea. Where you got like a hundred Jamaicans looking at you like you better be funny, boy. <laughs> You're like yeah, I better be because you can do this thing called blood clot. I said, what is a blood clot? And why are you blood clotting me? I don't like that. Like I I I know medical terms and a blood clot. There's never anything good about a blood clot. So what is what are you gonna do to me? Well, you better be funny, boy. You better say something no. You're not talk boy, you're chat boy, no. You're not saying something that we're like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, I'm telling you, man. So I used to do that. Like, Jamie Foxx did it. Kev did it. We all it's did it. It's legendary. So, yeah, yeah. So it's that it's that story of, it's that story. And Wait. it's like everybody has stories combined. Like, is it, is it like a single camera or is it, it's a, it's like a, like an arrested development type thing? Or it's is like, it... have you seen Californication? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. Same deal. Yeah. Awesome. It's the series, man. And it's something, you know, you get the, you get the act you get good acting chops in there you get comedy i get to do i get to do stand up in the beginning like i'm to like i'm seinfeld kind of you know what I mean? So it's gonna be. It's gonna. It like it uses all the elements. And oh it's man, really that fun. sounds great. Yeah. yeah, doing that circuit uh, yeah. with with a lot of the other guys. You have that in common with you. I remember years ago reading about uh, some comedy club or something somewhere where they they would put you up in a, in a place that's above the club for the night or oh something like God. that. They were there like. Can you talk to these other guys and say, "Yeah, man, remember staying at so and so and blah 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 and all that"? <laughs> Let's see here. I can I can talk about rooms that have been done, like the Comedy House. I think they uh, I think they shut that one down. Yeah. But damn, they had me. They wanted me to stay at this travel lodge in Onacock, and I was like, "Well, no, f that," because <laughs> like, yo, it was like it was like sta- like you walked in the room and the, the bed there was like stains on the bed. No, you yeah, can't stay. Really? No. Uh uh-uh. uh My I- parents were like, "No, we driving back tonight." <laughs> <laughs> That's when they used to like drive with me and my sister. No kidding. Yeah, but yeah, they'll they'll try to put you in some weird conditions. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, dog, like, hey, I don't, I don't, I don't like this. Like, I I need some minute made. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That well, you you, yeah. you want to feel like you're, they care about you? They're, I did stand up for a, a little bit, little bit of time. Yeah, uh, and I remember there was one club where the guy the guy would feed the comedians, but there would be three sandwiches Aww. that they would make like a chicken a ham and everyone like the comedians would you'd have to race to the club to get the sandwich you wanted because that's all they was going to make you couldn't order off the menu there were just three sandwiches sitting there for your arrival and that was the, the big thing so in a lot of ways comedians coming up are treated like yeah. like cattle yeah 
Now, now I'm like, yo, I need, I need Whole Foods. Stay so ripped, right? I need, yeah, yeah, I need quinoa chips. <laughs> I need quinoa <laughs> pop chips, and I need a whole bunch, and I need throat spray. I need vocal spray. Right. I need the herbal vocal spray, and I need some ginger shots. Get on that. If you don't, if, you don't, if that's not in my dressing room, I'm not performing. Uh, I'm not going on stage. With the voices and everything you do, and the yeah. mic technique is so important. Do you travel with your own own microphone? phone do you travel with a uh... my own mic no yeah, but yeah. i make sure i have um i have this thing called oregano oil that i take you know what i mean because i do a lot with my voice i had a cartoon i do legends of chamberlain heights i do that on cartoon network you know what i mean i'm in video i'm in call of duty i did, did video sing games. i did sing yeah. Yeah. yeah i'm the grandpa elephant in that yeah yeah people didn't know that joyous that joyous elephant yeah, yeah. he wasn't that's you. Jo- yeah that's me <laughs> that was a joyous fat ass <laughs> what do you even call yeah. of duty Huh? Call of Duty. I'm Andre. No kidding. Yeah, man. Wow. You can play with me. So you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of cool too. Cause now if I get my character, I'm like, yo, I can't lose. But if it's anybody else, I'm like, yeah, you'll die. That is. <laughs> are you a gamer <laughs> yourself? Yeah, man. Is Call of Duty your game? Call of Duty. I, no, this is my first time playing Call. I'm I'm more of like a um, adventure type game, like Lord of the Rings and things of that sort. <laughs> I keep staring back and looking at these these. Fine. Butt cheeks. <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. So you're um, like an RPG guy. You like to play the, the yes. most, uh, yeah, Lord of the Rings game series. Lord of the Rings. Damn yeah. good. The damn uh, Shadow of Mordor. That's one of the best games It's amazing. Ever, dog. Like, you get to hunt the orcs, and you get to, like, execute them. And you know what I mean? The little ugly faces. So just, <laughs> it's imagine. I just think about I just think about my old boss from, like, from like Golden Corral. And, like, <laughs> you were you know Golden mean? Corral? Yeah, I worked the Golden Corral with my fat ass. I worked <laughs> over there. It was crazy, man. Not, well, I'm not fat now. I'm just no, like, wait. back. Dude. Why do you think you're boss when you when you're playing the Lord of the Rings? Cause man, he yelled at me one time and he looked like an orc and I just I just envisioned his face on all of them and I just be like, yeah, the f you, Mister Davis. Like I just, I just take Mr. him out, Davis. Mister Davis. Yeah, yeah, he was fat. He had like five chins. He smelled like cheese. Son of a bitch. Yeah, that bitch. <laughs> what? We don't like Mister Davis around here. We don't. We don't play. I like how everything I say, y'all put it up on this board right here. Yeah. That's dope as hell. So if I start saying something really graphic, yeah. we gotta go, go there. Ahead, throw it so up if there. I say It'll if, if I say two, if I say two porn stars, then you gotta put that up there. Yeah. Yeah. And if on. I say if I say stockings category, then you gotta. Click on that. <laughs> if, I say, if I say up the minute, oh, you, oh, sweetheart, you like stockings? She turned around and looked at me. She was like, yeah, I put on thigh highs. <laughs> thigh highs are sexy. I, 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 them things are, woo! God dang it. Every time, if you, if you like that, I like you. That's why I like women over 30, because they got a full lingerie closet full of frilly stuff. They got robes and little slippers, and then you get the feathers. They be tickling you, and they be walking down the staircase with a cup of brandy in one hand and a life insurance policy in the other. Oh snap! God dang! We got it up oh, there for man. you. Oh man! Oh man! I see beaver. Uh, <laughs> I'm a boat. I'm a boat beaver. <laughs> I'm sorry. Beaver. I'm saying it. God dang! Look at that. So yeah, yeah that's that's my thing. I don't know why I talked about my thing. Yeah, <laughs> Are you a butt man? You mentioned butts twice on these. Oh, I like legs. I'm like a leg legs? dude, man. Yeah. We had we had a survey we were yesterday. About yeah. legs yesterday. And butts. They said that that actually butts uh, rate higher than legs. Actually, get short shrift. Butts are are. Uh, a high, yeah. Uh, uh, but boobs are not. 
Yeah, it isn't. You know, boobs. You know, you can. Oh Lord, you just <laughs> your stuff is popping off the top. That looked like a a, a chicken pot pie. How the hell? <laughs> 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 breast coming off the top like a chicken, chicken pot pie. <laughs> should, should we show her what like, she can do? With yes. Them? Yeah. All right. Oh. Do, do we have stickers beforehand so she can put? Do we, yeah. Do we, do we have bumper stickers? Stickers? Okay. stickers? Oh, don't bumper Barbie. Stickers. Don't Barbie. You, you, no, Barbie you, don't got no nipples. <laughs> <laughs> you ever noticed that? She's got yeah. no nipples. How does she breastfeed? She's got no nipples. This is a, she does it. We're going to get bumper stickers. Yeah, this is Mandy, Mandy from the Gold Club. She does a little trick. Oh, all right. Uh, just to welcome you to town, Jay, with her baby years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll get her over there in just a moment, get that set up. And by the yeah, way, you know what? I could, do, I could do some. <laughs> hey, you got a picture of Barbie on this. <laughs> She's got no nipples. She's got none. Can I get one nipple? Like, god dang. You put it, can I fling something? In the middle? <laughs> like, in the middle. Like, that's just a button. You could put push here or something. You know what I mean? Some a nipple. Okay, so we got uh, Mandy. Come over here to this microphone. <laughs> wow! Can you pull that chair out of the way? Yeah, right, so. Mandy be getting it popping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you approve. Mandy you works po- at yeah. the Gold Club, and uh, Mandy does is, this. Is that a strip club, sweetheart? What it's is a, it? It's it a, is. A, 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 oh, a gentleman's okay. club. Is oh. the, yeah, is the PC. I club. like how she looked and she put a tongue out. She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. All um, right, Jay, you ready for this? It's always invisible here. <laughs> it's right here. And what's great about this is this is a, our, our listening audience can enjoy this yeah, as well because yeah. this, this makes sound. But they ain't seeing what I'm seeing. Yeah. Okay, all right, you ready? Manny, go oh for it. Here we go. Gosh. Here we go. Is that Morse code? <laughs> yes. That's Morse code point. Yes, I am doing it. Yes, yes, it's good. <laughs> let me see if I can do that. Hold on. Let me, let me pack up. Get your pegs together, man. Uh-uh. <laughs> it ain't working. No. no. There's a gap. Do, do it one more time. Show them how to do it, man. One more time. Is that wild? <laughs> I did it with my mouth. I can't do it with my mouth. I can't do it Thank you, Mandy. Thanks, Mandy. Oh, Lord. Come see her at the Gold Club. Yeah, yeah. See, see at the Gold Club, man. That's that's how we doing this morning. <laughs> her chest just her chest just said, "Bravo!" Yeah. You're, good, you're good though, man. You threw on those air brakes right at, at ten. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I know. I'm not trying to get y'all off the air. I listen. I used to work at radio. I know what not to uh, say. What uh, to say? Yeah. College radio. I used to work there. Jay. Yeah. What's up? I, I, I want to ask with uh, because last time you were here three I'm years here. ago. Yeah, what? Back over here. Three years, three years ago when you stopped in, we obviously we asked you about the impressions that you of do, course. and I think that that Will Smith really didn't appreciate your impression of him. Is that yeah, changed? I don't know. I haven't talked to him since then. Okay. You know, he was, I don't uh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, you don't really sound like me. Uh, you, that's that's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I sound just like you, dude. Uh, no, you don't. Uh, you know, like, uh, you know, damn. Uh, okay, shoot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I'm looking back. You know, Jaden, he gets a little weird. You know what I mean? He used to have Barbie dolls, used to braid the hair. You know what I'm saying? It was We just thought he was artistic. Yeah. That's not the case. Uh. <laughs> Yo, I got a question. Yeah. Did y'all see that Shia LaBeouf uh, video where he was at the, when he was at the, he will not, wait, wait. he will not divide us? Yes, and he got, he got, he got, he was throttling a, uh, a protester. Yeah. And he got dude, arrested. That dude, the dude, <laughs> the thing that makes me laugh is like at like 50 or like 49 seconds the guy like 
takes his finger and goes like this on his beard. Yeah. And he smells it. He's like, dude, your beard smells like cheese. You can look at it again. And like Shia LaBeouf, like he's doing this thing. Like it's almost as if he had the eight mile soundtrack in his head. <laughs> his palms are sweaty. Knees weak. Mom's spaghetti to serve. Lay out. Lay out. Yo, he will not divide. Ah, shit. It's like he's like that one kid in school that was like, yo, hit me. Hit me on my mama. If you hit me, it's going down in this bitch. Son. Hit me. I swear to God, hit me. You'd be like, yo, if you hit him, he'd be like, yo, I didn't think you were going to do it. <laughs> That's like, shot. look, look at him. Yo, if you do that, if you had one. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, snap. Yo, seriously, y'all got to put this together. It'll go viral. I swear. I don't want the hits. I don't want the hits. Just do it. What do you mean? Mom's a daddy. It's hilarious. And look at him. He's like the puniest dude. Like, that dude failed every physical fitness test. <laughs> and he's just, like, on him. Just, like, on, like he looks like a rooster. Like, he's waiting. He's like, he's like, he's like, oh, my gosh. And then the dude touched, he started doing it. He was like, he will not divide us. Okay, y'all can't. The joy that I have right now for watching that. We here. Oh, my. And he knocked the, he knocked the paper out of his hand. Yo, shot buff is he, he goes hard. Yo, he needs a teardrop. Yo, get him a teardrop. Get a teardrop on his face. He goes hard. He's have the you ever, one. What do you think of his uh, as his uh, his his rap? Have you heard him rap? Oh, I think he's dope. Do you really? Yeah. Have you heard? You saw mine. What? No. Yes. Yeah. I did. That joint went viral. Yeah, man. Oh. Yeah, no, nah, but I think shy, I think Ashley's kind of cool that he kind of busts. He kind of broke it open for people who are actors and want to do other stuff. He just annoys me, though, so much with that. Yeah, he, well, <laughs> you know, you take the good and the bad, yeah. and then you got Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about something negative. Florida. <laughs> I can't stay. I'm sorry. Florida, oh, my gosh. Oh, that place. Nothing good about it. You go down there, you got to worry about Zika, racism, pregnancy. Why would you go down there? <laughs> Why would you go down there? Yeah. Why pregnancy? Because, man, you ain't going to pull out. Look at them. <laughs> <laughs> they look great. I see the Cubano mommies. They, they start feeling on you. They start touching your abs or your roll, whatever yeah. you have. Yeah. They start feeling on you and say, I puppy, I like you. You, you, oh, <laughs> you can't. Yeah, yeah you, it's yeah. over. Yeah. You can't pull out of that. There's, There's a baby. Yeah. It's over. That's 18 years. Take it. Take my seed. You have my seed. Take it. Oh, my God. How do you avoid? You're a single guy, right? I am. I how, am do you, yeah. how do you slalom? How do you keep from getting in trouble? I just, you know what, man? I'm not I'm not that active in the community. I, okay. I, <laughs> wow. I'm not that active. I'm scared. I'm okay. like, yo, I, hey. And if I do, if I am active, you know, I hey, you got to cover it up. Yeah. yeah. I'll so take, you're a smart man. Hey, and I, hey, you know, I'll take it out quick. I'm, you ain't getting this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll pull it out. I'm like, mine. No. It's mine. You can't have it. You can't have it. No. It's mine. That's how I am to women. Like, okay, it's yours. The girl tell me, like, go, uh, do, do it in for what? For what? I'm not. No. Do you know what happens if I do that? Then you'd be looking like Beyonce. You'd be, you'd be putting pictures up. I don't want that to happen. Shout out to Beyonce. I feel like if you slept with Beyonce, that it would cure any disease that you had. Mm -hmm. That's how really? I feel. Mm -hmm. Yes. She's feel, medicinal. Yeah, she's medicinal, medicinal box. <laughs> That's a medicinal box. That's a medicinal box. Hey. 
Hey, look, that, there's nothing. I could have been saying anything, Box. You can say toolbox. You can say whatever. Look at this here. Look at her. Yeah. Look, Beyonce said F it. Ain't nobody going to be talking about it. I got a surrogate this time. That's yeah. why she's doing all these all these pictures and stuff and taking the shirt off and posing. She looks beautiful. She does. Very, she does. Very beautiful mama. What if it's not Jay-Z's, though? Wouldn't that be weird? Oh. Like, what if it's mine? <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so, man. Then we're getting your ass back here in nine months. <laughs> <laughs> Jay-Z, Jay-Z hits me up. He's like, you know, my man, yo, I know you did something. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> yo, did you did you do it? <laughs> yeah, because you know I'm very emotional about that. That's my wife. Well, she had one man. You know, she made the whole Lemonade album based off of what happened with you. So she had one. So yeah. I guess I was her one. She gets your one. Yeah, yeah. And fair I, is fair. I man. can be I can be Jay Z. I'm just I'm just a lot darker than he is. That's all. <laughs> That's the difference. I'm chocolate Jay Z. I'm Jay Z. I'm Jay. Z after he didn't fail inside of the Willy Wonka chocolate factory. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm Jay Z. Like, dude, you ever seen Suicide Squad? Yeah. yeah. You seen you seen that part with Jared Leto when he let Margot off in, in the, yeah. the acid? Yeah. That's that's imagine a tub of chocolate and imagine me jumping in there and imagine me coming out like, hey, it's your boy. Yeah, that's that's me. That's all me. Imagine Jay doing that, coming out. That's me. That's who I am. Uh, she looks happy. She does, she look, does happy. look happy. She looks happy now. She was pissed off for a minute. Jay, we're yeah. so glad you came back in. Now, I'm glad Thank I you, came, too. Appreciate it. I'm glad I came, but I didn't, you know. Yeah, we yeah, got you. I understand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's hear for Jay Farrell, everybody. Thank you, man. Enjoy your time in Philly, all right? Nah, man. Thank you. You got it, man. That was fun. Be back in a moment. <laughs> like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you by Verizon. Horizon, stay cool with double tune-up savings. Get Horizon's AC tune-up for just $59 and your fall heating tune-up for $39. Horizonservices.com. A Connecticut-based truck driver has been effectively shut down by the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration after he was involved in a small vehicle rollover accident in Vermont. Alan R. Johnson Sr. told state police that he had set the cruise control in the truck to 63 miles per hour. All right. And then he stood up to change his pants. <laughs> so he stood up to change his pants in a moving vehicle. A report of the crash indicated that Johnston, Johnson's uh, blood alcohol level was .209. <laughs> oh, well, that might have had something to Approximately do with it. Approximately five times the legal limit for truck drivers. Uh, Johnson was charged with driving under the influence while operating a commercial motor vehicle and negligent operation and is set to appear in court. It makes you wonder, though, how many times he successfully changed his pants. Just changed my pants, well, driving along in my truck. Driving a truck. Uh, so he is in some trouble. I'm sorry, what's the legal level for truck drivers? Shouldn't it be 0.0? I don't know. Yeah, All right. yeah um, man. But it was .209. It was five times, so do the math, Gabe. Do the math. <laughs> Carry the two. All right, good. Mother... <laughs> Uh, I saw the video this morning of this. It's pretty wild. Mother Nature didn't care that it was a cross-country runner's final race of his college career. Justin Deluzio, who is a senior at Gwinnett Mercy University, uh-huh. was running Saturday in the NCAA Division Three Mideast Regional Cross-Country Championship at DeSales University in Center Valley. Uh, when he was actually trampled by a deer that ran across the course, Steve had hit him like a freight train. Really? Oh, my was it God. A, like a big buck? 
I don't know. I couldn't tell. It was too it was far away, but it was it was going really, really fast. Steve, watch. Watch the video. <laughs> Bam! Oh. He gets nailed. <laughs> a teammate helped him back, back to his feet and accompanied him as he finished the race. That's hilarious. Uh, Deluzio was bruised and sore, but otherwise okay. So who knows, man? He, he's, he goes to uh, Quentin Mercy. He might listen to the show. He does. <laughs> does he? Yeah, I got an email from uh, a nice lady named Elizabeth M- McClaverty, and uh, she said that the... Um, oh, <laughs> it's Beth. That's Beth Gardner. The Beth Gardner? Yeah, Elizabeth. Her married name is McClavery. A nice lady. A nice lady named Elizabeth. I'll yeah. stop now. Yeah. Anyhow, what did she have to say? A nice old lady. <laughs> That's hilarious. She said that, uh... Yeah, he listens. He listens to the show. Well, as it turns out, I got an email from the dear Preston. And, uh... Congratulations, Justin Deluzio. You made it to the Bizarre File. Yeah. Nice work. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Beth. Police said a man stole a valuable coin collection from his father and then put it through a coin star machine at a supermarket in order to get money to buy crack cocaine. Oh, oh my, God. my God. What an a-hole. It's almost, it's almost like he's addicted to it. You got something in your mouth? <laughs> what do you have? Your mom's boobs. <laughs> Good one. Your mom's I, boobs. I don't know. Okay. French fry. Now <laughs> We've gone into that say anything mode. Dude, he had, I mean, like, you know, John Cruck when he had Shaw in his mouth? Yeah. Yeah. That's what he looked like when he goes, oh, man. <laughs> That's why I said you got anything in your mouth. Moving on. Police said that Leonard Rinaldi was arrested on larceny charges in connection with the theft of thousands of dollars worth of valuable coins from his father. The coins worth $8,000. Reportedly stolen on October 11th, police said Rinaldi told them that he stole the coins, took them to a coin star machine at a stop and shop, and received approximately $60. 8000 down to 60 Oh, the crack he could have smoked. Uh, he then told police that uh, he used the money to buy crack cocaine. Police said that he has a lengthy criminal record. He was living at home with his father at the time of the theft. How, how old is he? I don't know. Uh, he looks like he's in his... Oh, he's 53. He's living at home with Pop? He's a crackhead. Yeah. That's my son. He's a crackhead. Authorities said that uh, they have video of Rinaldi at the Coinstar machine and that many of the coins that were not rejected by the machine because of their silver content have been recovered. Uh, Police said they don't know where the rejected coins ended up. Rinaldi is being held on $10,000 bond and is due to be back in court December 14th to enter a plea. So they got most of them back. Son, I took away your Xbox and your crack pipe. Mm Uh, giant mutant rats have left the residents of Gravesend in Kent, England, terrified. Some of the rats have been measured up to 17 inches long. That's Holy huge. crap. And uh, they've been swarming around the homes and kitchens of those in the neighborhood. <laughs> residents say they uh, feel powerless as the giant creatures move indoors to escape the cold weather. One resident who saw a rat in his home said it was massive. Yeah, I'm a rat. He said, I'm not joking. It was like a three-month-old puppy or something. <laughs> and oh I've never God. seen anything you know what, though? quite like it. I've seen, um, yeah, you, you do the subways, and you'll, uh, you'll, you'll see some big-ass rats down there. Yeah, I've never seen. I've seen video. And, and Penn Station has, like, um, Clydesdale rats. Yeah, I've never seen them in person. They skeeve me out almost as much as possums. Oh, yeah? They're so gross. But that one scene in the vacation movie. Yeah, yeah. He's got the rat on his shoulder. It's so funny. <laughs> I like your rat. What? Ah! All right, and that's what I have for you in the Bizarre File this morning. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. You'll have to wait and see. 
Star's Saturday Night Concert Series, an hour-long concert made up of the best live performances ever captured. MMR rocks. The Rolling Stones in concert Saturday night at 7. We're all jonesing for live music, and this should help. So hit the backyard, get the tailgate started, and crank up MMR night this summer at 7. It's MMR's Saturday Night Concert Series. Sponsored by Acme Markets, official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show. This week, the Rolling Stones. 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. What's happening, Steve? Okay. Yeah, I, was, uh, I just <laughs> wanted to give a shout out to everybody. You know, everybody's pretty hurt. You know, Jake was a great guy. You know, and like I was saying before, you know, you had Raz and Dwayne, the bartenders there. Those guys were absolutely amazing. It was a college bar, absolutely, but it was more than that. I mean, you had just everyone in town and from far and away going to this place, you know, and enjoying themselves. And when you walked in there, Raz knew who you were. All right, so go in there. So, Ziggy, hang on a second. So, not just the, it wasn't just a student bar, it was a neighborhood bar, too, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm saying was as if it's gone. It's still there. Still there, yeah. still there but you know what? No that's, that's a question. Everybody's wondering who. Uh, I'm pretty sure Dwayne still works there. Uh, I, I think Dwayne was a, uh, a son-in-law of his. And everyone's wondering right. who, who then now, you know, who inherits the bar? Who's going to get it? Who's going to run it? Yeah, uh, I believe there was Raz, and I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know who's the other guy. Yeah, happen. and then uh, who's on first? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I all, what I can speak of is that you know me and a handful of guys that you know we worked you know together for years, and that's where we went. You know, yeah. you know, this uh, one time, this one time, I got married. And uh, that's where we went. That's where we started. So this one time I got one married. One time you got married. And uh, I promised my heart and soul to this one and this one time. Uh, but that didn't work out. We started there at 7, and it was some kind of hurricane or some craziness. We wound up staying there for God knows how long. You don't remember if there was a hurricane during your wedding? I, I forget. It was a long time ago. You spent a lot of time in Jake's, didn't you? Yeah, no problem. So this one time I think <laughs> I got married during a hurricane. <laughs> Are you sure your name is Ziggy and this isn't it's Jason? Jason. Yeah. It's definitely Jason. Put Jason back on the phone. Yeah. You know what, though? That was um, Jake. Thank you, Ziggy. Jake's was the place. That's when it would what get. The helpful hardware, man. No, Casey, that's when it would get packed and you wouldn't be able to get in is if there was any type of severe weather snow yeah. you know a, mm-hmm. heavy rain whatever it was, it was jake's was the place because you know some of the other places were or like dance bars you know stuff like that this was just go sit all day you don't know what time it is because there's no windows and that oh, was that oh, it, again that i love places like that there was it, um we lived in massapequa long island right across the the uh from our apartment was a place called porky's pub and it was the it was that place. It was on the weekends. It'd be the the uh, the you know younger clientele during the week. There'd be day drinkers in there. You'd walk by at like eleven o'clock, and there'd be some guy going, "There's damn Korean," <laughs> you know. And, and uh, so there's always there was always something. But what what character this place has? So uh, while there's a place n- near me that believe it or not, I've never been to, but right, I, right I, near you, I know that there's going to be a collective gasp when I say the name of this place, but. Uh, I've never been to Duke's, and it's in Springfield. <gasps> I know, and people that are listening, are like you, you've never been. I've walked past there, I've driven past there, but that is like the place that everybody goes to, either before, during, or or after some sort of a special event. 
Isn't uh, isn't Casey's? I hear that name thrown around Casey's a lot. Casey's Delco. Well, that's um, that's like more of like a Bonner Upper Darby bar. Yeah. Uh, my brother and there's I, more than one Casey's too. They're not all owned well, by the yeah, same person, but there's several Casey's in and around Ziggy the area. Owns one. Oh, yeah, but, okay. but the big one is the Bonner Upper Darby one. But there is there is a Casey's on Westchester Pike. But there's one in Berwyn as well. Do you, is there? Okay. Yeah. Do you know what's the worst though? When a when a chain attempts to act as if it's a you know what i'm saying uh, like like they're 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 looking for that local dive bar feel but it's when applebees wants to be your your hometown bar well so that's like fine that, but there are other like smaller they're, they're 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 trying to prefab they're trying to make it something that it's yeah they're trying to force it to be that uh it I'm doesn't gonna, quite work i'm gonna go to uh nick hi nick good morning hey how's it going good what's up man so there's the epitome of a dive bar in a really small town that I'm from uh, up in Garwood, New Jersey, is called The Rest. And if you go in and say, hey, give me a Budweiser, it's $2. If you say Budweiser, it's $1. But if you say, hey, can I please have a Budweiser, it's only 50 cents. No. <laughs> I can love I? that. That's great. What's the name of this place? It's called The Rest. The Rest. R-E-S-T. Yeah, it's awesome. And, like, you know, everything's served in, like, the small little mugs. They have the pool table that cost 75 cents but the machine's broken it is the epitome of a dive bar all right i love that thanks man <laughs> yeah, yeah there was a place in st louis called the cat's meow and it was um uh they had all these uh ceramic cats all over the place and it was uh and it was literally like two blocks down from the budweiser brewery the st louis right know, right anheuser bush the gigantic brewery uh, but they didn't sell that there. They sold Pabst Blue Ribbon. <laughs> right, two blocks away yeah, from the and, brewery? and it was their kind of F you to the, to the, the brewery or something like really? that. Really? And it, there were these two old ladies that were the perennials that were there, and they were, um, they were nasty, they were mean, you know, it was that type of mm-hmm. thing, but that was part of the, the... Were they dancers? No, no, no. but they were, they were just regulars. They sat at the end of the bar, and they were, uh, oh. you know, they were doing yeah. cantankerous, and oh my God, you found a picture of it. Get out of here. Uh, but uh, but they they were part of the um, the appeal to the place. Yeah, sure. that, that's what I'm talking it about. It wasn't just the bar itself. It was right. the people that were there, and these two ladies were kind of uh, fixtures, locally known fixtures. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, at Jake's, you'd occasionally see some of the regulars in there that weren't college students, but I think that they knew to kind of stay away during the college kid times. Okay, there was um, uh, was there a lot of. Uh, Pickups going on there? Was there was it a it, hookup it, bar? It was so jammed. If you could like get to the person okay. at the other side of Jake's, maybe. Right. But yeah, somebody texted in Kathy said that they would go to Jake's during the day to do to you know get their drink on, and then they go to the Rat to hook up at the end of the night. Yep. Okay. Yep. Right, let me go to uh, Chaz. Hey, Chaz. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. I just want to help clear a little thing up. Is Raz is Jake's son? Ah, uh, okay. He is the owner of the bar now. Uh, okay. This has been a transition going on for about two years. Jake has not been well. This is not a surprise that he passed. Uh, the bar is not going anywhere. So does Dwayne um, still work there? Yes, Dwayne still works there. Dwayne's son works there. Uh, it's very much a neighborhood bar for a lot of us. I grew up, uh, I'm 38, and been going there since I was 21. Wow. Uh, I worked overnight when I first started going there. And during the day, it's just as packed as it is at night. All the third shifters, all the nurses from the hospital, all the people that work at QVC overnight. But, uh, you know, Raz is uh, the owner, and uh, it should not be going anywhere. That's uh, cool. That's hey, great. Do you know how long it's been Jake's? Um, it's been Jake's about 37 years. Okay. okay. Yeah. All roughly. right. Yes, that's There's amazing. There's many articles out there about it. But, yeah, I'm old enough to remember when it was 50 cents and getting upset when they raised the price yeah. of a mug of beer. <laughs> but... We will not stand for this. Thanks, Jazz. Appreciate a it. A dollar! I By the way, you, it was 
it was a big deal when they raised the price. Here's Kathy's uh, commencement speech yeah. at Westchester University. What year did you do this, Kathy? I think it was 2013. Okay, and uh, this is her, her comment about that. So many fond memories rushed back to me as I toured the campus and the town yesterday and this morning. Uh, from the new dormitories and academic buildings to the revitalized Gay Street, there was one thing that really stuck out to me. Dollar beers at Jake's. <laughs> <laughs> they love that. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> let me go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's kind of what it sounded like. You brought me back. I see there. So, so Westchester definitely had Jake. So, do we know anything about the other universities around? Does Villanova have its? Villanova, the, used, the place. Well, it used to be um, Smokey Joe's. Was that right down by the uh, Blue Route? Yeah, that was on on Route Thirty side. in Wayne, uh, and so a lot of uh, Nova kids oh, went in there Wayne. But, in Wayne. Yeah, but now I think a lot of them go to the Grog. Uh, a lot go to Kelly's. I've been What's to the, the Grog. Brick? The Grog is the good. The Brick is um, off of three twenty, if I want to say. Um, yeah, but it's, is it still is it still the Brick? I don't think it is, Casey. Okay. I, I, I drove past because that's close to Bryn Mawr Hospital, mm-hmm. uh, so I drove past there. That's a, that's a, a bit of a that's a bit of a hole though. Yeah, I don't I don't the, know. The Grog is 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 down a ways. So what I don't know is if you're on yeah if you're on Nova's campus, where do you walk to? Get a drink. Uh, is it <sighs> Kelly's? Because that really there was a place that, that, that I went to. A lot, of, a lot of people go to Kelly's, but I don't think you can walk there from Nova's campus. See that—that no, that was walk. the thing with with I mean, Jake. You can. <laughs> yeah. That was the thing with Jake's and the Rat. It was you know most where no matter where you were, they were situated where you could walk to yeah. it. Okay, and that's everything. Yeah. Uh, does. Uh... We know St. Joe's has a, um, Used a place. Used to be the Muddy Duck, but that's yeah, not around. That's anymore. closed. Yeah, that sucks. Um, and what was a place? Was there a place right on City Line? Was that it? That was the Muddy Duck. Okay, yeah. right. Oh, the Filthy Whore. <laughs> the filthy Whore was there. Muddy Duck. Yeah, yeah. That's another name. Yeah, for the Filthy, filthy whore. whore. Yeah. Look at her. She's a Muddy. Let's duck. Go to the Whore tonight. Yeah. But um, I feel bad. For and then her. Temple obviously has to have a couple of spots. Well, yeah. There's there. was um. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. That the, little the, dra- p- the draft horse. I don't know if that's oh, there was there one. Inside, isn't it? A, I feel like it's Macy's or like the department store. Macy's. No, like a, like a woman's name. Well, They're going to one. Macy's after. Yeah. Going to buy dra- some uh, scarves. <laughs> oh, what is it books. called? The draft horse is right around the corner from the Leah Chorus Center. I used to go to a place called uh, Murphy's in um, off of Penn's campus because you could get it get in if you you didn't have a. You could have it like your high school ID, <laughs> and then like write the number twenty one on there. I'm like, yeah, you're good. Come um, on. Yeah, there were those places that were yeah. like, dude, they'll let you in. Uh-huh. Oh, they were... a member of the Mary Marvel Marching Society. <laughs> yes, come there, on in. Yeah, there were bars that uh, that people I went to high school with when they were in high school would go to um, in and around the, the the Penn area. There was one. Oh gosh, I'm in Ronald's I French think, Fry Club. Hi. I think they they called it the karaoke bar. I don't know what it was called, but literally juniors and seniors in high school were going there. Whoa, mm-hmm. wow! St. Joe's bought the Muddy Duck case and they turned it into a bookstore. That you know what? That's what happened. No, that's what happened with the rat. Too. Really? Yeah. It's now the Muddy the, Book. The university, Wait, the university purchased it. it. Mm-hmm. We're getting. We're running this place out of here. Seriously? Wow. May I quote the Bible? And they danced. I <laughs> <laughs> right, hang on, duck. Maureen knows uh, the places. Hi, Maureen. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Hey, what's up, Maureen? I, I went to Villanova, and I grew up in the area, and I bartended at pretty much every bar up and down the main line in the 80s and 90s. Okay. All right. So what would you say, what, what would be the equivalent? What's what's a uh, kind of the hole-in-the-wall place that a lot of the kids go to? Kelly's was always the, the closest place. You could walk there. It didn't change its tap. Probably for like twenty five years, mm-hmm. it was nasty. 
people wrote on the walls. It was always packed. Yep. Um, back in the 80s, there was Barley Corns in Bryn Mawr, which was really fun. And then Maritas was right down the street. Maritas would have Dollar Rock Night. Um, and they were, like, the two really cool places. Where, where, is, where is Kelly's? It's on... Kelly's is on Lancaster Avenue in Rosemont. Okay. Yeah, it's right near um, Galifty's. You know where that is? Oh, right is? there. Yes, I know. Well, yeah. yeah. And Kelly's is still there. They revitalized it. Now it's kind of like a more family-friendly bar. Yeah, it's too nice. It's the, not... thing, the thing with Villanova, though, yeah. that's, that's still a bit of a walk from the, uh, from the campus. Yeah. yeah, well, we used to do the senior crawl, and we would start out at, um, I guess it's Annie's down in Ardmore, Annie's Cafe, and then we would go to, like, there were all these dive bars and Cluskies and Annie's, and then we, uh, when Shooters used to be there, it was next to 23 East. <laughs> yeah, I remember Shooters. Shooters. I bartended at Shooters when I was 17 years old, and <laughs> they knew that I was 17, and it got busted <laughs> all the time. Really? Wow. Wow. All right, thank you, Maureen. Tonight's an underage night. So By the way, the, show your scholastic card and get in for free. The bar on Temple's campus that I was thinking of was uh, Maxie's. Maxie's, yeah. Okay. So, if it, when's the last time you went uh, to Jake's? We would go. Uh, we used to go back for homecoming uh, okay. each year, and uh, I haven't been to homecoming for for years now. But uh, you know, it was probably I don't know, you know, six seven years ago, something like that. Nick, if you were to go back to Bucknell, where would you go? I went. I went to upstate uh, this year, and I went to the Bull Run. I stopped by where the Bull Run, yeah, yeah the Bull Run, and yeah, okay. And that was the student bar. You know, that's where kids on campus would go if you were um, if you wanted to venture out, you'd go across the street to the town tavern and <laughs> <laughs> hang out with the townies, right? Um, but where are uh, you from, Ponytail Boy? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, that, and you could get yourself into, you know, was there a bit of a... Uh, you, you'd mind your P's and Q's in the town town. Yeah. You could, be, you could be a student at the Bull Run. Yeah. Oh, look at you with your books. Yeah. I didn't go to college, but I would visit colleges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> visit my friends who went to college. At University of Missouri, we'd go to the field house. I went to... I'd end up being. I went to... I, when I, I went to a commuter college, so there was really no bar. No. There's, a, 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 B, and B... It's in the classroom. Yeah. You just bring your liquor with you. That's right. Everyone's an alcoholic because they went to a commuter college. <laughs> but uh, I, when I was doing the stand-up, that's when I would go to all these places because I'd go to these different schools and they would all... After the show, would hey go go to you know come hang out. Hey Casey, at Ursinus, did the kids take over the trap at a certain hour? Like if you got there after eleven o'clock, was it nothing but Ursinus kids, um, or, or was it because every time I've ever been, it seemed like a, a healthy mix. I, I would say maybe on um, on wing night. Okay, I'm, I'm telling you, people, you you really didn't go there unless there was some sort of special, and, and it was ten cent wing nights, I believe, on Wednesday, wing and Wednesdays, mostly a hangout on campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. When's the last time you went to Trap Tavern? Um, yeah, probably a couple of years ago. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it totally changed. Pisses yeah, they, they've really expanded it. Pisses you off? Yeah. So when I was there, there Son was, of a bitch. There was no second floor. Right. The only thing that was on the second floor was a women's bathroom. There mm-hmm. wasn't an outdoor area either, there right? Was yeah, no they have outdoor. that deck area that, now. That, that outdoor nice. deck is great. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, the men's bathroom, which was at the, you know, the base of the stairs, yep. was, I mean... It was smaller than than a linen closet. Yeah, I've I've been in <laughs> bathrooms. Yeah, that are just like I can't believe this is even legal. Like the sink was in the corner and was no bigger than this piece of paper. Right <laughs> yeah, <here>. right. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the trap was was the trap where we had the mixer with the uh, the kid seat, the uh, kid seat in the back. With no, the, no, that, that was, was Reed's. 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 Yeah. Okay. That's, oh man, that's not open anymore. I did this thing. I was at the trap one night, and uh, do you guys remember Bud Fari? No. So Bud Fari was this thing where they would uh, they would have it was a limo and it was a Bud Fari limo and they would they would pick up people at one bar and they would, oh Budweiser Bud Fari yeah, okay and they would go to another bar I thought and it was pick a guy people, yeah pick up people at that <laughs> other bar so 
and bring them back to the first bar. So people were at Reed's, or sinus people were at Reed's. They came over to the trap in a Bud Party limo, picked me up at the trap. We drank Bud for free all the way to, to Reed's. Okay. And then everybody at Reed's was waiting for us, and we got a big Yay! round of applause. And we just went back to the trap. All right. By the time the I name's back- Fari. Bud Fari. Bud Fari. And let me go to... Here's uh, my sister, Sa. Go to Greg. Hey, Greg, good morning. Hey, how's it going? Good. You guys rock. Thanks, man. What's up, Greg? Hey, uh, so I live in Westchester, and earlier you guys were talking about uh, relations between the college kids and the townies. Yes. And it seems like uh, just really on Walnut Street, where a lot of the students live at houses, uh, that area can get a bit rowdy. But other than that, it's not so bad. And another thing is uh, I went to St. Joe's, mm-hmm. and... I think about my junior year, which was uh, 2012, they opened up a landmark uh, right on campus next to the bookstore. So, it's so that, in- kind of a, that kind of became the place to go. All right. So it's, it's a full functional independent bar that just happens to be on the campus? Uh, well, yeah. it was operated under Aramark, I believe. All right. And, well, that's a, that's a uh, Catholic school. I'm surprised that they have a bar on campus. It's sacrificial wine. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> you drink out of chalices and everything. Yeah, mm. all the houses at St. Joe's are kind of spread out, so there was no really, like, one place to go. It was either you lived in Maniunk and hit the bars there, or you just kind of yeah. went I, to Landmark. I see, I see actual, uh, there are buses that run Thanks, um, that'll take the St. Joe's students down into Maniunk. They'll take them. Oh, they come over to this shopping yeah, center, too. They go to the, the Target and the... Yep. Uh, all the time. Chipotle. Oh, really? Yeah. And, what, and there's and a bus a, that runs down yeah. there? Yeah, yeah. Down, oh, to, Ma- cool. down to Main Street, Maniunk, the whole deal. Yeah, somebody Constantly. was te- texting in Steve that said a lot of the St. Joe's kids, go. that's where they go out, if they're going to go Maniunk, out, where they go to Maniunk. Probably yeah. Mad River. and Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mad Cat- River's a pretty young bar, right? That's yeah, like yeah. an early 20s. Oh, the great events, though, there. You know, we, we go and we, uh, whenever we've done stuff and hosted events there, they have the, the big yeah. outdoor events. But Huge. I feel old when I go there. <laughs> Kathy, um, did you ever meet Jake? The, the I did not. No, no? I, I don't think I ever met Jake. He was um, he was also the landlord to you know some of the rental properties. So I did know a bunch of people that knew him, but I personally didn't meet him. And you were dating the mayor at that time. <laughs> you know, um, you had mentioned years ago you were I, I think at a. Uh, Casino, you and your friend Will, and you said you were basically invisible to all the young people there. Oh, yeah. Yep. So I'm guessing when you're asking Kathy if if they were you know just regulars at the bar that they were there, she just couldn't see them. Probably yeah. like predator. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. They just blend in and uh-huh. they they don't even exist. <laughs> no. Nah, they would go earlier in the day. Okay. Get to Jake's yeah. now. Well, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, an end of an era. The the, the bar I- exists, but uh, the man who started it uh, no longer, Jake Nastase, uh, but uh, he had passed away last week. So yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's one of those places, and a, you know, pillar in the community, one of those uh, kind of just people that's a fixture. Yep. Generations and generations and generations of people have filtered through there. It's pretty wild. And like I said, you'll always, now you know now that we've talked about it, just you know keep it in your head. You'll notice the t-shirts. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to look for that. Marissa said she was she was just flying up from Florida. Yeah. And saw one in the airport down there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, years ago, I was uh, in a bar in Europe. Uh, we were in Scotland, and uh, there was a guy in there with a Jake's T-shirt on. And of course, when, well, when you see it, you ha- you have to go over and say hi when you're in a place like that. I just to the stats, I went to a great place named Jake's. <laughs> Are you familiar? <laughs> 
Wait, no, they were in Scotland, not Ireland. Oh, my so, bad, my so, bad. So, so. There, there you, you go, thank you. Because <laughs> in Scotland, they only play national anthems. Of course. All right, anyway, um, well, thank you for sharing uh, your stories. We appreciate it. We do have to take a quick break. We'll come back in a second. Don't forget, we have a concert announcement coming up in Music News in due time. We'll be right back. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR.